Welcome to Bears Country Podcast. Guys, what is up? How are you guys doing tonight? I'm alive, man. All right. I didn't disappear. I just was sleeping. <laughs> I am doing I am doing well. Mm -hmm. Same. All right. Okay, everyone's doing good. Guys, this is Super Bowl weekend. And with that, let me remind you that if you are going to bet on the Super Bowl, please use the link in the description of the show and sign up to bet us go check them out every sports better's favorite sports book they give you 125% sign up bonus and if you deposit $50 into the account and you use that to bet with that is going to greatly help the channel and we would really appreciate it so the the link that you can use for that perk uh, to help the channel is in the description. It's also in the description of the show and the channel, and we can pull it up for you later in a banner as well. Uh, we would really appreciate that. That would help the channel. It is Super Bowl weekend. I know. I know people like like to bet on the Super Bowl in different ways and shape, shapes and forms. I I always love the squares, things like that. So I, I might actually sign up for it myself just to try it out because um, if you do that, they you know they give you a lot of good bets in the beginning too. A lot of really easy ones that are easy to win. So if you're going to do it, might as well do it on the Super Bowl weekend. I'm going to do this, man. I'm going to put 50 bucks in there and get what is what is it the 6750, yeah. and then bet it on bet it on opening kick as a touchback because that wins 97.8 percent of the time. So it's a quick 52 or 48 bucks or something like that for just opening the account, taking the extra, and betting on that bet. Absolutely, and they'll give they'll have that plus. All kinds of other super right. that's just to try to get you know get you enticed with it. And I know that most of the sports books do, but uh, if you are gonna bet this weekend, please, please help out the channel and use bet us and PJ. And if you're gonna bet, please bet responsibly. Thank you, sir. Guys, oh, I'm gonna be honest, um, I'm a little uh my my brain power has been um, accelerated for the last couple of weeks at this new job, and I have not paid very much attention to the uh, the rest of the outside world in the last couple of weeks. So um, I'm going to rely on you guys tonight to help me out, and and also in chat tonight to help us out. And um, I want to get into a quick uh, uh, trade scenario that um, kind of conjured up the other day that i wanted to run past you guys but before we do that let's get into chat everyone hanging out with us tonight doug van dorn cliff victoria jay sanders ac adam you guys are awesome thanks for hanging out with us tonight what else we got over here foster and pj and oh laz what's up laz all the usual suspects will be uh, showing up uh, at some point, I imagine. But um, thank you guys so much for uh, joining us tonight. I appreciate it, and uh, have a good night. Yeah, that's a good show. What's up, STC? So we have our uh, we have a guest tonight, uh, Colleen Carmody, um, and she I think is running a little bit late, so hopefully she's able to join us. What's up, James Ford? James Hunter. We got all the Jays and the James in the house tonight. Thanks for hanging out with us. Who, what happened to PJ? Did he, did he already say something wrong? He bailed. <laughs> I'll be back, guys. Okay. I'll be back. 
Oh, man. Can I swear already? James, yes, the new job is treating me exceptionally well. Thank you. It's it's a it's a lot it's a it's a lot of brain power. I'll tell you that much though. So I'm a little uh, I'm dragging my ass every night after work like I haven't in a long, long time. So um, it's great to be here and hanging out with you guys because it takes my mind off of it and kind of resets me again uh, for just one more day in the week and then back to it on Monday. But this is the highlight of my week hanging out with all you guys. So thank all you guys joining us pz deboss six seven six nine six hopping in with us tonight appreciate you uh i hate this screen bopping back and forth so let's hop hey, over to this one. Said, hey walt i wonder if you had a, that ancient you got that ancient chinese disease going the, ancient on. Chinese. <laughs> the ancient chinese disease you know what it is right uh, you're i you you told me this yeah dragon I, I, ass dragon ass piece, piece of dragon ass Dragon ass. I got a case of the dragon ass. Case of the dragon asses. <laughs> Tony Moy, King Buka. Thanks for joining us, man. Buka. Buka. Yeah, I got a case of the dragon ass. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have th this trade scenario just kind of me, me and my buddy were talking about the other day. I think this would I want to run this past you guys. What if uh Washington wanted to move up? to get the golden boy from Washington DC area and Caleb yeah. Williams. And they offer us our second round pick for Montez sweat in return and yeah. next year's first round pick. Do you think that's possible? Is that asking too much? I, I, for that short of move, I didn't we do something similar when we moved up for San Francisco. We didn't even give up a first. Yeah, we, we we went from three we swapped to two, first is, and gave up the following year second and yeah, but it wasn't a first and something else. I, I just read that the other day. I don't remember, so I, I guess that would be plausible. But that's going from three to two though. So you go from two to one. That's that's asking right. a little bit more, right? The price is higher. I, yeah, and it's gotten higher. I, I believe. What do you think, Walt? I mean, it's gone up. The, the cost has gone up. Well, definitely. Yeah, I mean, we're talking what. 2017, 18, 17, right? 2017. Yeah, so, so I, you know, that would be a minimum. Probably, you might get another third or fourth even thrown in on that deal. I don't, I don't know for sure because it, it can get so goofy. They got the point system, but yet there's times that point system kind of goes in the garbage and they'll give a little more. Mm -hmm. um, well, I, mean, I don't really rely on this point system. It's just a man-made chart. I mean, these picks have no is. real value. To, Jimmy you know, Johnson, giving them besides what uh the person made it up to be. You can you can it's 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 it used to be more accurate. It's less accurate today, but but it's it's something to work off of. That's all. Yeah, yeah. You know? What's up, Hair Bear? Thanks for hopping in with us tonight. Hair Bear, Tony Moy, AC Adam. Did you did you hear his scenario, Pige, or no? No, my I was hearing an echo, so I had to get off all the way all out and come back in. Uh, I was saying uh, if if Washington wanted to swap picks with us and then they give us the Montez sweat pick back, so we got our second rounder back, and then they give us next year's first. So basically it'd be in in at the end of the season next year's first to swap picks. Do you think that's asking too much? No, I think it's not asking enough, honestly. I think um I think the uh the asking Christ because so many people are talking about wanting to move up between Oakland, I'm sorry, Las Vegas, um, Denver, 
Atlanta, Washington. Uh, there was somebody else in there too, I think. All these people talking about moving up and yeah. they're talking about how Caleb is this generational guy. Hey, more the merrier. We, we they're can to know if they're pontificating, Peach. <laughs> hey, I'm, I, I'm just saying, I mean, I, that that chart that you talk about, that Jimmy Johnson chart, yeah. I think this yeah. one's going to get thrown out the window. Uh, okay. This won't apply for this scenario. <laughs> that's, that's a fair assessment because of the volume of quarterbacks in this draft. And then yeah. you, you've got the few high, those high caliber players thrown in there, a couple offensive tackles and wide receivers. And so, you know, I, it's, it's, I get it. I get it. I'd, I'd like to actually trade back twice this time. I really would. Cause there's such a depth of talent you can get. And then you can set you know, yourself up next year where you could end up with possibly, possibly three first round picks or worst case two first round picks and like four second round picks. Then you could do anything you want for the, in the draft for the next two years, just about if you've got that banked, think about yeah. it. Yeah. I, I just think that I've been wrestling with this honestly for the last three weeks. Yep. How far do I want to trade back? Do I want to trade back and mess out on Marvin Harrison Jr. and get future first round draft picks or just trade back to two and then maybe three? And then be able to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, I so I've been wrestling with it. I mean, because I know it'll be hard for us to get a lot of draft capital by only going back to three. I mean, we can get yeah. some, but yeah, we can get a haul if we go back with Atlanta or go back to Denver or uh, Las Vegas. But I really don't want to miss out on Marvin Harrison Jr. either, though. And that's I where I'm it. stuck. I, I get it, but I mean, even just. Uh... Man, there's so many wide receivers, and you don't even know their names, Pete, that are out there. I agree. And I'm, just, I'm trying to think like, just going off the Shrine Bowl today real quick. That's going on now because I've been scouting that the last few days in between my firehouse debacle shit. I just found out my house is really a mess. I got to replace tons of crap from this Jeez. smoke. So, But I've had time to do this in between with everybody in and out, and I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. And then I'm looking at just little snippets of film, and then – reports on these guys because everything's all over the place the last two days with everybody being at the senior bowl i'm pissed i didn't get to go hang out with village swifty they're down there i was talking to them on the phone last night man bastards yeah. having fun and sit telling me about all yeah so there, there's there's just so much to be had in this draft i looked at it like this Peach. everybody tell me what you think so trading the rights to caleb williams and I, I, I don't know if New England's in on this or not because everybody, all the hype is going back to Washington. He's going back to Washington anyways. It, you know, like if the Bears even wanted him, are, are we 100% sure? I'm sure Poles is going to do all this work because he always does. But going back to there and then going back to Atlanta, you might you might be able to get a super haul and you could end up with somebody like Odunze and then uh, JPJ. And this is still in the first round, Peach, because he's going to go – He's going to go that early. This guy's probably the best center around in the last – I don't know, man. Just read all the reports and look at some of the play from just today, man. They're going nuts on him. I mean, of course, uh, Indianapolis is going to tell another story. It's going to tell more detail it's, if he's going to climb up or, or go down. I'm looking at reports of him going 25 to, to 33 max, max. 
So yeah, what if you got what if you got Odunze and Jackson Powers Johnson, and then you picked up man who's Braden? There's an edge out at Florida, Florida State. Braden Dolores, uh, Jared, Jared, Dolores, Dorian. I can't. I'm mixing names up because there's so many names, man. Um, and, and then I, I just went down the list and I was like, holy crap, I ended up with 12 guys. And these are a couple mocks I did. And and the first six or seven are guys that are probably going to be able to, maybe not this year, but they're going to be in the mix and, and be able to do something. And the potential's there. It's all over, all over the place. There's like four guys out of Illinois that, that I would scout. And two of them just had great couple of days down at senior bowl. So this is the time of year where it's a lot more, Looking at these players, man, before we even jump to the draft, uh, doing the mocks and trading back because we got to know what we're looking at. There's so much talent. This might have been the 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 senior bowl coming up might have been the most talented one there's been ever, just because of the juniors that are now involved. Anybody declaring it's a junior or senior that they invite, the, the talent's just been amazing. And even the East West Shrine Bowl, there's a few guys in there that are standing out, and people are like, these guys are going to be. They're going to be I'm, in the NFL playing. They're not going to be a fourth or fifth round pick. They should I'm be a second round pick, maybe a third round pick. And I'm like I said, I've been doing this the last few days in between adjusters and fire inspectors that got to come in and go through like my melted paper shredder. It's been insane, man. So <laughs> I've been watching. Um, I watched the first day of the senior bowl practice, the one on ones with the linemen, yeah. and I'm nobody's scout, but let me just say, I like that. Uh, I like that defensive tackle from LSU. I think his name is Jordan Jefferson. I think he got he got some nasty to him. He got some nasty to him. He snatched somebody's helmet off and threw it. So he got some nasty to him. Uh, yeah, I know what player you're talking about there, PJ. Yeah, I, 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 I like him. I think. If we can get him in like the third round after some trade downs or whatever, I like him, man. I like him. I'm gonna have to go back and look because I don't. Yeah, I, I did a lot. Of, I did a lot more scouting of the centers and guards. That's really everything I was looking at. Yeah, because I know and our that, defense is okay and we need help, but yeah, the interior of our line is like we've got two part-time guards, no freaking center, and no freaking depth. Being honest. Yeah. Then I I looked. That that kid from uh, Missouri, yeah, Robinson, I think his name is. They state they predicted him to be someone was predicting him to be like a fourth or fifth rounder. He's not last down to it, and now they're talking. He might jump up to the late to the second round in the middle. Yeah, he's not lasting to the fourth or fifth round. Yeah, he ain't. Well, he ain't even going to make the third probably anymore. Nope, nope. He Um, was dominating. He was dominating. Yeah, they had him playing inside and outside. Uh, so yes, uh, the those two guys for the defense, even that even that kid from Florida State, uh, the white guy, I don't, I forgot his Fisk, Fisk, I think his name is. He looked pretty good too. Yeah, 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 he looked pretty good too. Yeah. So those three, from what I now, I, I didn't see a lot of the practices, but those three stood out to me on those one on ones. As far as a defensive line, and uh, Sweat from LSU, yeah, he's just a man. That, that guy's he's just a, a man. Got weight, he's got to weigh 380 freaking pounds. He refused to hop on the scale. I know because <laughs> they're saying 340 ish, yeah, and everybody's he, saying he, he's 
He's he is 360 or more, and one guy goes, dude, if that guy ain't 380, I'll fucking shit my pants. He's big. He's big. He's big. Monster, but he's gets another guy. And, and see, there's a chance to get him. If we if we dump back and we get more picks, and I, I know people are like, Oh, we gotta have Caleb Williams. Well, I gotta send you these stats. They were on Adam Mason, so you guys can look at these numbers about college NFL transition. The percentage that NFL has them graded in college on all these aspects without the names, which I don't think I have it, and then with the names because it's – put it this way, the numbers, and I, I don't know why I'm jumping into this, but his numbers, that his college numbers from this last season have them more like between Baker Mayfield and, and Wilson from the Jets. Well, I, I, I say it after watching Glenn Morgan on uh... – I yeah. think it was Chicago sports, and we and, talked about yeah. that. Um, that when you think about it, and because I don't want to become a Caleb Basher, so I'm trying to word this properly. His stats reminds me of Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield when they were in college, playing under the same head coach, being Lincoln Riley. When they they they, they won the Heisman Trophy under Lincoln Riley, like Caleb Williams did, and they put up some really good numbers. So he kind of reminds me of them being, and they was both uh, number one overall picks. So uh, he reminds me of them. And I mean, if I'm being totally honest. If, if Caleb's to have a good NFL career, I think he truly needs to be with Eric B. Henemy. Because I think if I think Eric would coach him hard, and that's what I think he needs in order to, to succeed. Because he has talent, he has a lot of talent, and people complain about Eric being a hard coach, but I think he needs that type of hard coach to get the best out of him. Wasn't Cliff Kingsbury, uh, Caleb Williams, didn't he? Wasn't he working for USC last year? He was the quarterback coach and a senior like advisor. There you go, senior advisor and quarterback coach. I was wanted to throw this in because because he he saw he saw all the stuff I saw too, and it's it's my hair bears everywhere too, man. He's running around looking at stuff. So Adam Mason had this video out earlier, and this is not the first time I've heard or seen this, but he went into a little more with quarterbacks. And you guys, I don't know if you guys remember Will Greer. I think he was drafted by the Panthers. It's another Panthers quarterback drafted. So if you take the last year of numbers, and I mean across the freaking board, you guys don't even know who Will Greer is. Does anybody remember him? Okay. Yeah, the name, yeah. Yeah, so so Caleb's Williams' numbers are like almost identical to, to Will Greer's and his last year of college for both of them. And this but they, ain't something I'm making up. These are progressive stats where it's – uh. NFL scouting, you know, the NFL co collegiate ranking or, or what they do for quarterbacks, man. Yeah. Um, adjusted percentage of passer rating. Yeah. Uh, pass, how efficient they are in the pass, how efficient they are in the run. Right. So, I, not that I'm, I'm, I'm out on Caleb Williams now, but uh, does he pass the eye test compared to Will Greer? Those are because – Stats are different than the eye test. Agreed. Agreed. But, but I, I forgot when Will Dreher was drafted, but he must have passed the eye test to get drafted high enough to be 
supposed to be Carolina's quarterback, just like all these other guys. Um, yeah. I just think uh, with Caleb, I think I, I really do believe he could be good. He just absolutely. has to have the right coaching. I mean, because if you really look at Mahomes, if Mahomes would have ended anywhere else but Kansas City, he wouldn't be the Mahomes he is right now. So I think in order for Caleb uh, to really get the best out of him, he needs the right coaching. And my personal belief is that the enemy would be the one for him. So him and uh, so he needs he needs what Mahomes had, right? Which is uh, him, a uh, coaching. Uh, very good players around him and great players around him. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, because here's like the thing. any other quarter, any other good quarterback's going to need. Well, exactly because it's a joke, Peach. Because you know, because the reality is, you know, very few quarterbacks come in and be successful right away without help. I mean, you have your uh, guy over there in uh, with the Chargers, and you have Stroud. Uh, the there are exceptions to the rule, but most part, Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady until about his, what, fifth, sixth year in? Yeah. I mean, it was the defenses that was winning it for him. And then after he got comfortable, and you've seen the same thing going on with Purdy right now. Yeah. Purdy's yeah. not going to be He's as good as you, he will be because right now it's that, that defense and that overall team is going to carry him. So I really believe that, yeah, he can uh, – Tyson Bajan is better than Purdy. They know – if if they had Tyson Bajant, they'd be doing probably more. I'm serious. Like but my, Purdy, my point is, my Purdy, point then, is why, then why isn't Bajant starting? Any, I don't remember. Purdy, my, my Purdy's, point legs, is that, Purdy's legs surprised everybody in that game. Shanahan is getting the best out, for almost 50 yards. out of the quarterback position because the guy can run the offense. And and my point is Bajant could run that offense. He, I, he, Purdy's arm isn't any stronger than Bajant's. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was telling you guys a couple of weeks ago, that Shanahan runs a great system, man. I'm telling you. he It's it's about coaching and players around him, and you don't have to be a superstar to be successful as far as a quarterback. All you got to do is distribute a ball like a good point guard. I mean, that's all you need to do, man. I mean, I have a lot of respect for uh, Shanahan's coaching style. I really do. I almost would have loved to seen what if only we could just go into like a parallel universe and compare oh, what oh. Justin Fields would have would have been if if uh the Niners would have drafted him at two or three instead of Lance. Yeah, I, 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 I was afraid they were going to draft still Justin be on the team and whoever got Lance would be dying. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the crazy part. If you guys remember back in that draft, when they had that pro day at uh Ohio State and Shanahan and Fields was just talking away with each other. I thought for sure they was going to draft him. I really did. That's why I didn't even have Fields in my uh, mocks at all because I was like, oh, he's going to San Francisco. The way him and Shanahan talking, oh, that's a done deal. Then the reports came out, oh, San Francisco wants uh, Mac Jones. I'm like, huh? Then they don't even draft neither one of them. They draft, draft uh, Trey Lance, and I'm like, where'd that come from? Because how in what world do you see look at Trey Lance and say, hey, I think he's better than uh, Justin Fields? 
The guy who was running back coming into college and played one year at quarterback and then didn't play the next year because of COVID and played what one game? Right. That's why I thought it was destiny that we got him. And you know, hey. that's why I thought MVP by now. Well, I think we failed him as far as our coaching. And that's what happens a lot of time with these quarterbacks. You have to, like I said, you have to groom certain quarterbacks. You get you get lucky with a Stroud, you get lucky with a Justin Herbert, but there most most young quarterbacks need that team, need that coaching to build them up, to build them up, and uh, it's like you know takes takes a process. So I'm not that that's why I'm not really ready to give up on Fields because I believe now we actually have some coaches in place where we can actually build something with this guy. We we start building something last year, but I really think we can build now, and that's the key. And then you can get a a haul of picks if you do it right. Oh man, this team can this team can compete like Detroit did this year. We can be competing next year if we do if we draft the correct way. Oh yeah, Leonidas, yes, Burl as well. You know, Burl, Herbert, and uh, Stroud. I mean, those guys. Yeah, they came right in right away. So, but other than that. Because they was they was considering Tua a bus for a while there. They well, considered. Go I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish. No, they was considering Tua Tua a bus. I mean, and you know, even Lawrence took a step back this year. So not everyone's a hit right away. It's all about your coaching and what you have built around you. This is a, and this kind of leads me to a question that I posed to you guys during the the championship game when I was just sitting there all pissed off watching what uh, the, the the Ravens and the Chiefs. This seems like it's going to be a perennial matchup, and just like just upset that that's never our team. Like we we never we're never in that position to have that team with the quarterback that just takes us there every year consistently and that's why i i posed the question to you guys which is funny because i asked you uh is it the player or the coach does the coach I, I'm, I'm starting to think it's the coach that or it's a player that makes the coach and then what did you say walt well i, I asked you what's the point of swimming swimming so hard over jim harbaugh if that's your logic <laughs> i was like yeah okay fair enough you got me on that one <laughs> they shot yourself in the foot on that one i totally shot myself in the foot on that one. what's up mayhem Oh, Mr. Mayhem. By the way, all the new guys in chat. Hair Bear, Leonidas, thanks for hanging out with us tonight, man. James Hunter. Well, I, I think to your point, though, uh, Shorty, it's like in certain instances, like with Belichick. Belichick and the uh, New England, they were winning with defense, and Brady was just a game manager at first. It wasn't until later on that he became – Okay, now you're winning because of uh, um, Brady, as opposed to just because. I mean, because instead of you know, instead of him, you was winning because of him. So, I think certain players, yeah, they can get it right away, but then there's others who take time. So, I don't, I don't, I don't look at it as a bad thing. DVD Harbaugh is the head coach of the Chargers right now. Because he's saying, I, last I noticed, Harbaugh isn't getting any serious interviews anywhere. He's because he's the head coach of the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, I've seen his interview uh, today. As a matter of fact, I, I said that Dan. When did I say that? Two weeks ago. I was telling you. I think I texted you or something. I put it on Twitter. Blah blah blah. Three weeks ago. 
Here, I, I wanna, as soon as he won that and was in that national championship, was going to San Diego because he's already got a per- perennial contender team. They got some salary cap issues. Okay, I don't know who they're going to lose, Mac and and a couple other guys. That that's going to happen, but but it's already it, it was a done deal. All he was doing was playing the money game. That's all he was doing. Well, it's too much of a setup. He loves it out in California. Probably there was probably according to polls, there's probably no serious conversations. He said he never even called him or his agent. I don't I don't know if I buy that because I maybe he didn't, but I believe there had to be a conversation because polls, as we know, does his due diligence on everything. So another thing I want to point out that you said too privately on the phone, Foster, was <laughs> I thought about it ever since you said it was uh well the 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 Super Bowl colors are purple and and red, but I bet you they're going to switch gears now because Taylor Swift is all over the Chiefs games. They're going to want her her on the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> or, or is it because they have the uh, because I heard somebody else say something about those colors? Is aren't they basing the colors upon based upon the number one seeds of each uh, conference? Were the well, Ravens were the Ravens the number one seed at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season? At no, I'm talking, about, season, I'm talking about for the uh, season. It well, they've been out since the beginning of the season, PJ. Oh, okay. I didn't Those know that. Same okay. colors, that whole logo. Okay. It's been out since they put it out earlier in the season. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. And, and the other thing is this: so that the the NFL has already collected ten million dollars, almost directly due to Taylor Swift being involved in it. So why wouldn't? And there's also five flags in that game that were never freaking thrown, that cost the, the the Ravens twice having to punt instead of having a first down that they should have. One of them was a sack where they were lined up offside. They showed it three times, and he's like, wow, that's uh, blatantly, obviously not being thrown. They, he said it on air, if you remember the telecast. that mm-hmm. You know me. I'm the asshole. That's the kind of shit I look for because it's got to be fair. And and I just – I'm serious. I think they just did that on purpose because now they've got Taylor Swift's billion followers. That's just more revenue for the NFL now. Now there's you know, a big my, thing because there's a concert in, in Japan or Europe or something. There's a big thing all over the internet, how she's going to fly 13 hours to the game. So so now that just brings all more Swifties involved because, oh, she's flying from China. I'm trying to figure out, how, I mean, how's that, how's that translating into revenue? I guess I'm trying to figure out. She's got a billion followers. If a million of those people start following and betting on the NFL because of her, do the math. So betting because of bet, the you betting. You disagree with the statement I just made about that? No, I, I'm not doubting that. I'm just saying I'm just trying to figure out how, by her what, being at the games, how is that? Ticket sales, uh, Kansas City items are up. Kelsey's jersey, like oh, double the Okay, okay, I got you. Sales. Okay, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's just I mean, logic to, stuff. Even Go it's ahead. the Super Bowl, though, guys. Those tickets are going to sell out no matter what. So. Oh, yeah. This has been going on for 12 yeah, but, games but, in a row. But there's going to be a lot more. revenues and increased jersey sales for 12 games in a row. There's going to be a lot more games 12 to 14-year-olds watching the Super Bowl because Swift, they're going to see Swifty there. Or Swift, Swifty. Taylor Swift there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, more viewership. I, I agree with the more viewership. I was just trying to see how is that translating into revenue. That's what I was trying to get at. It, it, any publicity, man, you notice, bad or good publicity, Brings you more revenue. 
there's there's assholes all over the place yelling and screaming about stuff, and they just make tons of money because people they thrive on it. And she is she's like the biggest thing. She's probably the biggest thing worldwide right now. Like I said, I think she's playing concerts in China at the same time the Super Bowls. I can't remember if it's China. She's playing somewhere. She's going to fly 13 hours to go to the Super Bowl. So <laughs> mayhem. To Duncan Dorn's credit, betting on the game, most <laughs> like Taylor Swift fans are prepubescent little girls. So I don't think they'll be betting anyways. Dude, but they're going to want. They're going to want. Girls watching the Super Bowl so that they get more girls watching the Super Bowl, and then and they're going to see all the commercials. I mean, I mean, honestly, the if they want to, if they want to tune in, that's fine. I, I don't really care. I mean, all all that really matters to me is we don't waste time showing this this person who. I mean, yeah, they're like, well, well it's only forty four seconds. You know, I think that's what they said, forty four or thirty two or something like that. Take that five seconds, put it on the players. If she wants to be there, that's fine. They won't. You know? They won't because it's it's there's too much money involved, Walt. Some one of the one of the betting guys for the last game, they all had Baltimore and they all switched to go up. Nope, I'm betting my I'm putting my money down, taking the money line and Kansas City, and I'm betting on Taylor Swifty. I mean, they literally come out saying this stuff. <laughs> they literally Swift. switched, they literally switched just to that fact. And I brought this up before that that refereeing crew, when they do a game. The home team has a 41% chance of winning. Every other crew, that number goes to 53%. Because they didn't throw the flags. I, I, this is my conspiracy theory, these conspiracy theory. But I just we see this crap over and over. We see it over and over. And, and you don't even notice it, Walt or Peach or Dan, because it happens like that. I mean, there's, there's, there's obviously an officiating problem in the NFL. I, I think we've talked this over a bunch of times. You know, oh, so, the, that, that's not news. The call, the 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 hit to the head, the slap to the head last week on Mahomes. Oh, that's something that's happened. That's something that's happened to Justin Fields. What twelve times this year with a no call, and they 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 gave it to Patrick Mahomes in that game. Talking about the refereeing, no shit. I, I'm telling you, go back and watch that game, Vernon Roseman. How you doing, man? Great to see you, man. What's up, Vernon? Thanks for joining Go us. Go back and watch that game and listen to the rep, the, the guys announcing it. Because they even said it. Well, that's an obviously unthrown flag. He's looking right at him when he did it. Never threw the flag. And, the, and three of them are – there's five of them. But there's three of them that were like, you're handing Kansas City the game. And nobody's even talking about it. Not that much. Not enough. <laughs> they're just going to dictate whatever makes them money. Cliff. That's, what, what's, what's the Super Bowl ticket going for? We were talking about it. I know it's aftermarket, but the fact that it's allowed to get <laughs> the Super Bowl ticket is $3,870 or some shit like that for no, the last seat in the, you know, nowhere. What's up, King Vocal World? What's Boss, up, this guys? fucking bitch. And now I'm going to shut the hell up because I'm pissed. My heart <laughs> burned down almost. I almost died. <laughs> I, I love the conspiracy theory of the week. The NFL uses their partnership with the Air Force and as a military jet fly Taylor Swift to the game quicker. <laughs> Hilarious. They would do it. PZ. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't get a chance to really see that game, uh, the Chiefs and uh, Ravens. But what I did see uh, was 
during the warmups. I didn't appreciate what Mahomes and Kelsey did to uh, uh, what's his name, um, the kicker, Justin. T- uh, is it Justin Tucker. Tucker? Yeah, yeah, Justin Tucker. That yeah, that to me, I I didn't appreciate that. It left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, I, I really yeah. don't like that unsportsmanlike unsportsmanship like that. It's like you know he's trying to warm up. I mean, whatever. Don't because that 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 to me is a a form of bullying, and I'm not big on you know yeah, getting into feelings you. and stuff like that. But I really didn't appreciate that as a fan watching that, and I'm like. That's not cool. That's not cool. We got some new guys in chat here really quick. Let's get to J2K. What's up, J2K? Thanks for joining us. What's up, J2K? Robert Friel. Poor refereeing just drives me away from the game. I hear you. It's me too. It sucks, especially when... Yeah, because you want, you, you want it to be fair. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it's like you, you, you want to feel like the referee don't have a... Uh, Right. It's uh, yeah. Sometimes you can you can call every play if you wanted to. There's a holding on every play. Right. Right. You just you don't want them to affect the game. That's the thing. You don't want the referees to affect the game. You right. want the play to affect the game. Let the best team win. Don't let it because of a missed call here or a bad call there. Let's not let that affect the game. So yeah, I agree with you. It, it does leave a bad taste in your mouth when you got bad refereeing. Yeah, hey, boy. No call in this Lions game. Did anybody catch this one? Third down. Which one? Lions. Lions 49ers. Bosa gets a sack. His first sack. Blatantly, the right defensive end, and they showed the line. His foot was over the line. That play should have been ruled dead. It would have given the Lions a first down and chewed up more of the clock again. Mm. They and they never, and I mean, I'm like, how I even said it when I was watching the game. He's offsides. He's offsides. He's offsides. I got I got another piece of note. I got a, uh, information from Colleen Carmody. I, I'm wondering if she had Arby's tonight and had some of that cheese sauce I had last week. Because she's a little exposed. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> if I ever seen this choke job, the Lions kind of choke that game. <laughs> Lions kind of choke that game. Kind of remind me of the Bears in the first Lions game, Peach. Jeez. Yeah. I'm like, at some point, Mr. Campbell, and I'm not trying to tell you how to coach, but in the same token, kick the field goal, brother. Just kick the field goal. I mean, come on, man. I want to, I want to get to Yaboyman's comment here. Did y'all see Colin Cowturd say Caleb don't want to be in Chicago today? I, you know, I, no. <laughs> I didn't, but I wouldn't doubt it because Colin Cowturd, absolutely. I tell you what. Chicago must have uh, shit on Colin Cowturd and told him to go, you know, screw himself <laughs> for the first job interview we ever had to be on the radio or something, because this guy absolutely has a vendetta against Chicago and all things quarterback involving Chicago. So Colin Cowturd, he's looking for, you're looking at, he's Cowturd. looking for controversy, man. You know yeah, what he, he wants us yeah. to do all. He wants us to say his name. And then he spews this garbage because it gets such clickbait media reaction. Man. Because yeah. he knows Chicago is the biggest market for football. This is a big right. market, period. And it's, and, it's and also when, part of my media bias conspiracy, Peach. <laughs> well, when you think about it, I mean, uh, Chicago's, you know, one of the founding teams. 
So if you get them in the news and you're talking about them, you're going to get some clicks. So we're going to jump up all the, the Bears, controversy you want. The Bears probably are second to the Cowboys in worldwide following, literally. Think about yeah. it. Germany. I mean, they're 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 big I, all over Europe because of 1985 and everything that happened. It just is what it I is. I have heard so many people say the NFL is better when Chicago's winning. John Madden, Pat Summerall. They used to say it all the time, man. When the Bears win, the NFL wins. Because everybody makes out. They do. Yeah. That's why you are. That's why I don't. I mean, I personally don't watch Cowherd, but uh, I'm like, I, I don't expect. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised during this time of the year that you're going to hear a lot of different things. Mm. You know, pro fields, anti fields, pro Caleb, anti Caleb. You're going to hear a whole bunch of stuff all over the board. And I'm. I'm not really giving it a lot of thought to it because I'm like, we'll find out because I think Pose, you know, Pose, I think Pose no, well, I think he's, I say 90% sure of what he want to do, but he's going to see oh. and wait, wait till after the combine, then he'll do something. But I think he's pretty sure what he want to do. Instead of, instead of PT, uh, Pose got this shit. Uh, how about Pose knows? <laughs> Poles nose. I, I tried working that. I, I just I'm so stuck on PGT. Oh no, football! It's all over YouTube, YouTube videos, all over the place, man. PGT. They start yeah. arguing about this stuff, and I'm like, PGT. Shut up, because it doesn't matter, man. PGT or PGTS. <laughs> they're like, yeah. what's that? Oh, got this. You know I'm going with it, though, right? Though the old Bo's, the old Bo Jackson commercials. Bo knows. Yeah. I got you, bro. Power player. That guy's cool. <laughs> oh man all right yeah. well i guess that's it that's a great show guys that's it hey good night everybody stay safe <laughs> pgt is the foster original yes it is we'll be doing that this uh this draft it's gonna be a fun draft this is gonna be a fun I, I just, now it so is. i just wanted to say this real quick to to walt and and dan and pj you you think it's terrible? You should see the crap going on on Twitter. There's people getting it's insane, PJ, with the Caleb Williams in the fields. Yeah. If if you were going, you'd run through like pages on Twitter. Oh my God! How about it, Walt? Yeah, this is one guy's like the war is over. It's like what war are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> there never was one to begin with, man. Yeah. Idiots. I, I forgot who it was in the chat. I want to address it. There was something earlier. Someone asked about how is a uh, Jerry Rice boy looking. From what I've seen now, like I said, I, I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of the practices, but from what I've seen, he's he's okay. I don't I see him as maybe a third or fourth round draft pick, maybe. Uh wide receiver out of uh USC. He he is a hard worker and, and I've heard multiple praise, including on the score tonight on the way over here, about yeah. Jerry Rice is I wouldn't mind taking so, him as our second. Uh, drafted a uh, wide receiver in the draft. If we draft two wide receivers. I wouldn't mind him being our second one. Peeves, there's just there's so many guys, man. I wish I had the list in front of me of the guys that I was just looking at today. Yeah, uh, there's just I can't believe how deep this wide receiver class might turn out. You might as well just go direct, get a guy from Michigan too, because who's that guy? He's killing it from He's Michigan. It yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know him. <laughs> you you'll hear of him like tomorrow. You'll hear of him. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know, I know Rice looked pretty good. They were saying he was having a, a lot of trouble kind of getting separation. He was running more into the guy, like trying to get through him than around See, him. See, like a lot of them was doing that, though. So, Because I was watching, like I said, I was watching some of it, and it was like, seemed like a lot of them was just, man, running into each other throughout the whole drills. It was like, man. Roman Wilson. J2K got it in the chat. J2K. J2K Roman is Roman Wilson. Go. He's J2K, you're you're going to be joining us for the draft again, right? We're doing the marathon here on BCP. Yeah, he told me he was going to pop in. All, all three days. Oh, crap. That Those are long. We were doing four days last year. Ah, it's, that was fun, man. <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, dude. And Sunday, yeah. That was so it was it was man it was a lot of fun though we had a lot of fun last year just everyone yeah. everyone who's been on the show and has before and wants to come on again we're gonna give you all links you can kind of hop in and out with us throughout the course of the the days and uh give us your 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 takes on what you think and we'll give you ours and it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun that was last year it was fun but this year's gonna be a lot more fun because what do we have right now six picks Yes. Yep, yes. I mean, imagine what he's going to do with that first pick. Okay, let's well, take that around the horn, starting with you, Shorty. <laughs> what do you think he's going to do with the first pick? Well, I, I think he's trading it. Um, I think that Shane Waldron says they're keeping Justin Fields. So, so um, how far down? Uh, well, I'm, I'm hoping that I like my scenario going from swapping picks with Washington, getting the first Next year from them, getting our second back, I'd be happy with that. Okay. And then let's see what happens from there because even at that scenario, you t I, I would I would think that I would take Marvin Harrison Jr. there because you still get a first-round pick next year out of that trade, and okay. you don't want to risk losing that player unless New England was, you know, hot on the – but they're not, they know we're not going to take a quarterback at that point, so – Who's going to trade up to that number two pick, and what's it going to be for? Is it going to be for a quarterback, or oh, is it going to be for Harrison Jr.? Absolutely. But absolutely. well, do the Bears lose leverage there at that point because they're at two? Yeah, you won't have as much leverage with New England, but you can have it with other teams. Right, but you might be if if, if you can go two to th well one to two to three. Oh, I'd be happy be with that. Then they take Marvin Harrison Jr. He gets some more picks out of it. Yeah, maybe a couple great. picks. You know, this year and next year. And so that's what you think Paul's going to do, though. One to two to eight. I mean, what I think he's going to do is trade one for. I mean, well, I, I'm hoping it's it's for a scenario where they can still draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay, what do you what do you got, Walt? Mm, they definitely trade that pick in my eyes, uh, at least. The question there. is where. Um, oh, okay. You know, there's been some talks, especially with Cliff Kingsbury being the front runner for the OC job in Las Vegas. You can go down to 13, and then you know I was a little hesitant going back that far, personally. But depending on what kind of haul you get from that, you could take some assets and then go back and pull like a Houston Texans, uh, Will right. Anderson trade yeah. last year, because mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to have to get at least two first round picks in the deal. I mean, possibly even a third if they're really desperate. You know, because I don't think they're getting a player. More than likely, you're not getting another player. So they're going to have to comp overcompensate and pick somewhere along the line. Okay. So it is still a possibility to go out that far and then come back uh, to get, uh, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr., but you'd have to be willing to sacrifice some of those picks. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is up, Illinois Jones and uh, Bear Truth 9? 
Hey, fellas, what's happening? What you got, Foster? What do you think? What do you uh, think Bulls gonna do? If if I if I give you like the, the five different scenarios I heard, I, I mean, what Poles is gonna do? I, I see there. There's people out there that are going up. It's a it's done. They're drafting Caleb Williams right now. It's happening right now on radio stations here in Chicago, right now. But I don't see that. I I I'm hoping. I, I want Marvin Harrison Jr., but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the big haul over the picture of the next three years of drafting, and I'm gonna build this team because instead of taking Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm gonna I'm gonna try and pull a couple uh, trades. And and Walt, I I would agree. I so do you think if the Bears did that trade that to to two, do you still think that the Raiders would jump up for Drake May if Kelly yes. Williams is gone? Yes. So. Possibility. I'm I'm looking at his assets. I'd I'd love to get MHJ because he's probably the biggest best best guarantee of a talent. But right. There's just so many damn options that Poles got with wide has with wide receivers, and stockpiling this team up with draft picks. That's how you build all the crap I've been bitching about. We need ten guys. We're gonna have the draft picks to have a team, and and then okay, say Justin Fields ain't the guy. We, we've got enough capital. And if we will have the, the the financial end of it by replenishing all these guys instead of paying all these big freaking contracts to people, we build that little factory where we're up, oh, need a new defensive end, no problem, because we've already drafted this guy last year or the year before even. Right. So that's that's how we, you got to build long term, man. And taking the haul and doing that. So I he's gonna trade it. We I believe that anyways, that he's gonna trade yeah. this pick. I don't know where, but a good well, scenario like, would be trading it twice. I like what you doing think. what Walt's saying, even you know, because it look what Houston did last year. There was people saying, "Oh, Houston, uh, C.J. Stroud did this with all no talent." I'm going, "You better go look at that roster again before you spit that out of your mouth," because Houston mm-hmm. made a bunch of moves in free agency and in the draft to to pick this team up, and they 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 pulled off some nice drafts for the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. People aren't talking about it. it might even be three. Going back to loving, but I, I just prior. I like to what J2K is saying here, like the trade trade number nine back. So if yeah. if you can Dude. if you can trade one and get to two or three and still get MHJ there, and then you trade back nine a couple times, maybe you you swap nine with seventeen or what, what's that seventeen here? I would love to work out a deal with New England for three, <clears throat> and then work out a deal with nine for I think eighteen or something. Because I, I I believe you could get Chop Robinson there, or or maybe go a little further back and get JPJ at center. Get 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 your wide receiver, get a center, get a couple picks in the second round, maybe even draft back up. Because in that round, you're going to be able to find offensive guards. Uh, there's a couple tackles that should be there that will be great left guards in particular. I, I can't think the names, but they're in there. They're in there, man. And there's guys in that third round and even early fourth. The offensive line depth looks like it might be deeper than I anticipated. Well, uh, well I think that I think what polls will do is try to trade back with Washington. And then the question becomes I don't see him wanting to take a wide receiver at number two. I don't, I, uh, because of value, because I remember him talking about there's value on players, 
or play uh, value on positions. So I don't see him taking a wide receiver at two. So therefore, I think he trades back again to maybe anywhere between Atlanta, Denver, or Las Vegas. I think he'll trade back to one of them and then get even some more capital. So and pass um, on Marvin Harrison Jr. And and pa- pass on Marvin and try to get an Oduze or uh, I think that's his name. Um, but yeah, I think that's what he ended up doing. But the other the other part of that for me is because he already tried to go after Claypool, he knows he needs a big receiver. So will he then say, Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and get Marvin Harrison Jr. So that's why I'm like tossing between him trading back again or just settling. But I do believe he's going to trade back at least once. And it'd be to either Washington or New England. But I think it would be more Washington than New England. Uh, because New England, I don't know where they're at. They may they may say, hey, we're good with Mac Jones. Let us get Marvin Harrison Jr. But I don't see them going up to number one to get him. Uh, so... Go ahead, Foster. I was just going to say, I, I I don't think he looks specifically at that. He's going to look at the best wide receiver who's there, whether it's, whether it's it's neighbors or Odunze, and and I know Carlton, I, like Walt and I brought, we're talking about this earlier in the year, getting getting neighbors, and he said, what ah, neighbors? We want a bigger receiver. Neighbors is just another DJ. I'm like, I wish we had three DJs out there as wide receivers on every play last year. Because we would have been in the damn playoffs. I'm just saying, Walt, we, we've had the little discussion, but I, mm-hmm. you got to remember, Poles is going to get value at the position. Yeah, I, I just think that because he traded for Chase, that tells me he's looking for a big receiver. So I think Neighbors good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Neighbors is really good. But I don't see him drafting Neighbors to pair up with DJ because they're similar size. So I'm thinking he's going to go with a bigger receiver. And the question becomes whether or not it's going to be Marvin Harrison or trade back even more and go after like a Oduze. Is that his name? Oduze? Oduze. Oduze. (laughs) Yeah. I think, you know, he'll try to try to go, you know, go back and get more capital and try to go get him. But I see him getting a bigger receiver. I, I just see that. I don't see him getting neighbors so then let me ask you this if, you, if you've done the double trade back guys all you guys and you got nine and you're not oh uh, you got nine and neighbors is there at nine because odunze is already gone he would he would have been the guy that should have been picked at like sixth okay on him? i wouldn't i wouldn't there you go you answered my question I wouldn't, but but here's the thing, though. Like I told you guys earlier, because I would also, because of that tradebacks, I'm getting more capital. I'm also getting a bigger receiver, be it Rice or somebody else in the third round. I, I absolutely, absolutely yeah. could agree with that. Yeah, I'm would still getting. Yeah. On them off? If, if you're, if, if neighbors is there at nine, and you've got the Raiders pick after that, you've done all your trade downs, you've picked all your capital up. And neighbors is sitting there. Would you take him or would you pass on him? Because he should have been gone two or three picks ago, maybe. Let's say. Depends who else is on the board. Really. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, like, like I'm saying, yeah. 
but I, I just don't know at, at that position. It does because somebody would have to go that that where he should have went. There'd have to be probably two guys that went where you thought neighbors would have went. Well, I mean, two, two answers to address Cliff's point as far as uh, at number nine, you trade and get an old lineman. When I heard Paul say in that postseason uh, conference, he said that he would bring, he's okay with bringing a lineman in to compete with uh, Jones. Braxton Jones. He, yeah. he was talking to, about bringing a tackle in. To compete. Yes. Not, and that's not, right. not yeah. a guard or a center. Well, I don't see, this is, I don't see a first round pick being someone who's going to compete. You bringing, if you're bringing in a first round lineman, you bringing him in to start. So I can't see us drafting a, a tackle in the first round because he's not competing with Jones. He's going to be the starter. I see. I mean, the second round, maybe. Okay. Third round, maybe. Center or a guard because he's not going to draft a tackle in the first round. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see him drafting the tackle in the first round. Just so. what exactly what you said he was talking about. I could. Yeah. I could bring in somebody in the later rounds to compete with Braxton at that yes. position because they specifically asked him about drafting an offensive tackle because there's two of them right there at the front of the the draft. So that was tackle only. But but we all know again, we're we're, we're solid enough at offensive tackle. Even if even if we're stuck with Braxton, Borum, and and Wright. We could do yeah. that for another year, but we can't yeah. do what we just did on the interior for another year. It's not going to fly. What do you What do you think about Van Fran? Kevin gets hurt again. We don't know what, do you what think Nate about, Davis is going to do. Go ahead. What do, you, what do you think about Van Fran, uh, Foster? Do you like Emerson? I do, but I he's dropped in my rankings. Not okay. a ton. JPJ is the guy, dude. He is the guy for center, man. If you can. Everybody talked about what's his name out of Minnesota last year. Yeah. I even said I hyped him up. Right. Um, and then there was a couple of guys that I was going, ah, they could be, and they turned out to be better. But we still don't know what what he's gonna be. That's not that story's not over. The guy was a rookie. This guy is capable. JPJ's capable to walk in right now, today, and play center or a left guard position, because that's what he's played the most, is those two positions. And, and if man, if you want Tevin back at right, you slot him. You could slot him at left and run. If you had to, you could run with Patrick at center. If you can't do anything else to Kramer, now you've got Braxton and and uh, JPJ on one side, and that guy's yeah. But that that three forty move like a like insane. That pay, that paycheck for Davis, he ain't sitting nobody's bitch. Yeah, but he's been a pretty uh, you know. Minus last year and at the end center. of the year before, his, his health has been pretty good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to do a one-off thing on him. No, I, I just meant this if you had to in a scenario. That's the other thing. JPJ in a scenario could play any one of those three positions today, starting, in my opinion. What's his and measurables? It's not just my opinion either. What is his measurables? Uh, I don't know what his height is, but he's 340 and he can fly. He's 340? 328. It's, it's, they, I don't, I forgot what the weigh in was at the He did weigh in, but I forgot what that was. I think three, I want to say 328, and he can fly like he should be like 290. 6'3, 325. 
There you yeah. go. And go that's look some, at go. He's, he might be a little heavier, but but go look at whatever you can find of him now from the last two days, man. Is it true that Oregon's still doing that motion uh, offense? Uh, you know that, that that zone offense like we run. That's right. But but AC Adam brought it up too. JPJ got hurt yesterday. Uh oh. So. Something serious. It, it, Just the hamstring, but who knows okay. what it's gonna you know equate to. If, if he don't play, it doesn't matter because what what he showed everybody. I mean, people were lighting up. You can ask Swifty and ask Bill, and ask Coach T. I'm trying to think of who else was over there. Uh. Paul, all the guys that I watched that were there. Okay. Nobody could say anything bad about him. And the other, one of the other bright surprises was the guard out of Illinois, Anthony Adams. Is that his name? No. I don't know. Foster, what did you want me to show first? The Trubisky thing with Caleb or the other one? No, I, I would show the other one. Because I think I only sent that to you. I didn't, I meant to send it to everybody. And I hit, you're next to, you guys are all next to each other. But this is just a breakdown of numbers that I was talking about. It's J, it's the last J2K year. J2K says he's these... uh, 6'3", 334. Talking about uh, – yeah, That's that's what, I, that's what I'll go with. I said 340. Yeah. It could be 340 then. That's, that's like sweat's got to be 375, dude. Anyways, I digress. But what are we looking at here? On, uh, um, Oh, what's his name? I just said, isn't it on there? I can't see. Mason. Yeah. So he, this was his from today. And what these numbers are, guys, are just the NFL rankings for the senior year of all these quarterbacks. Look at Will Greer and Caleb Williams' numbers. And then I, I got to go through because you know what? Okay, so the NFL is that's the NFL ranking at that position. It's not the play. I don't know if the player number or not. But if you look, and then and then when these guys go, I don't have the metrics. But then when these guys go to the pros, all those numbers go down drastically their first year. All of them. Drastically, yeah. Drastically. Now they, Dustin Fields. I don't know. See, his is on there. I got another. There's another graphic that I don't have that shows exactly how much Justin Fields has progressed every year. His numbers have it. Progressed in a positive way in every aspect, every single season, except for his run yardage and percentage, which I forget which I'll see the run. So Justin Fields' run percentage has gone down this year over the last a lot. Oh, yeah. Because he hasn't had to run as much. Yeah. And, and so, I think J2K pointed out if if he would have if his last 17 games total, he had what? Was it, did, did you say over 4,000 yards passing? That's probably combined. Well, yeah. If, if you were to take the, the the last 17 games that he started going back to last season, oh, I yeah. think that's what I saw you, you, you posting that stat somewhere in chat, J2K. I, I, I put that on Twitter even, too, somewhere. I just wish I could remember exactly what these numbers, what these were, man. It was laid out, and I was like in a hurry and listening to it going, and I had to stop. But you can check this out. It's a it's a short four minute video. Adam Mason, he he's got all these numbers laid out, and it just gives you a different different a different view. 
it's not the view of the guy in the field because brought that up shorty the guy in the field can change those numbers they can obscure those numbers just by their talents mm-hmm. but there was also a point brought up that two of Caleb Williams wide receivers were going to go high in the draft this year and now they're looking at being seventh seventh rounders or UDFAs is that the receivers of fault is it the the coach's fault is it the quarterback's fault I'm, I'm not I'm not even judging this guy at all I mean I wish him the best I hope he goes to Washington or whoever, and we get a freaking haul, and everything works out fine for the guy. Um, but well, this guy, I wanted to bring up the what Illinois Jones said er, here earlier on a, a chat that I, I saved. He said, To me, it doesn't make sense. You take the home run swing and take Caleb, and then you will have money to spend on free agents and free agency. And, and uh, to that, Illinois, I would say, uh, go back and lot, watch last week's show, and you would have heard me. Uh, going off on a unique rant about that same scenario for the last and, couple of weeks. Yeah, and I, and I just think that <laughs> the more you slide that out of here, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. I had to laugh at it, dude. I, I mean, laugh, you know, it, it, it just I've 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 been there too, Illinois, and I've come full circle, and I just you know it, I wanted Harbaugh. That didn't happen. Uh, then I wanted a coach that uh, offensive coordinator that to me was someone that wasn't that was uh, has worked well with quarterbacks and had offenses that have worked in the past and is not seeking a head coaching job. There was a very few couple of guys on that list, like maybe Greg Roman or who was the other guy? Um, but like someone like um, uh, 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 What's his name? Son. That's that was big on the list. Um, Kubiak. Kubiak. Um, guys like that. Like they're they're destined to become head coaches. You know. So, oh, that's why I made the case for um, you know a couple weeks ago about Josh McDaniels coming to the Bears because he's not going to be looking for a head coaching job again. He's he would he'd be stick he'd, he'd stick around with Flus for a while. Maybe they could make something happen. Maybe they could make some magic. And he has had top 10 offenses 12 times in his career as an offensive coordinator. Obviously that did not happen. So Shane Waldron now just coming to terms with it all. That to me that means Justin Fields is staying. And I'm fine with that cuz in polls we trust. Polls knows football. So uh now I'm I'm just kind of redirecting my 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 own thoughts and my opinions towards what I would like to see happen moving forward with Justin Fields as the quarterback. And I think that Shane Waldron might not be, he might be a guy that could, that could fall in that category of offensive coordinators who might not be looking to become a head coach, because I would think that Seattle would have offered him that job. Right. Possibly. I mean, we're even seeing now guys like Ben Johnson and the, the Texans offensive coordinator. Right. They could have bolted and went to another team, but they chose not to. Right. So they're starting to set the precedent where you don't have to just run away for a head coaching job. You know, you, you got to be the perfect fit. Right. And and you see the, you see these these uh, offensive coordinators who are on teams that have good quarterbacks, good to great quarterbacks, and they leave and they go somewhere else and they fail and they go crawling back to their team. At, you know, become offensive coordinator again if they're lucky, or they go get another gig as offensive coordinator somewhere else. But you know, they don't. Matt Nagy's—he didn't go from head coach to head coach. He went crawling back to Kansas City. So, um, I just think that 
there's something to be said for realizing that you have it good where you are because you have a quarterback. You know, so if you're going to go to another team and they don't have a quarterback and they're not set up for the chance for to have a quarterback, then why? Why would you do it? I wouldn't. You're setting yourself up for failure. You're going to try to go become the head coach of, um, you know, uh, name a team that has, you know, an average a subpar quarterback and you're going to be like, I want, I'm going to make, I'm going to make something out of that guy. I, I'm going to be the guy to do it. No, it doesn't work. Well, here's the thing though. And I wait, mean, real quick, Paige, we're, we're catching up. I want to just slip this in, man. We're catching up because they're hiring defensive guys now as head coaches. So the defenses have finally caught up to the offense. Cause if you remember both of these games, the defense has won both those games. Sorry, Pete. Go ahead. Yeah. What I was going to say was in, What's his name? Ben Johnson? Is that his name for a Detroit? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he didn't go to Washington because they're going to get one of these top quarterbacks. And for him, to your point, if you're saying you, uh, you're an offensive mind, you want to get your quarterback, chances, I mean, maybe he's not in love with any of these quarterbacks and he wanted to go back to Detroit for that reason. Maybe that's it. But I'm surprised he didn't go to Washington. I mean, it could have been the financials that he didn't like or whatever. But I was surprised that he actually didn't go to Washington. What if what if Washington gets that pick, drafts drafts Caleb Williams, and we got Washington's first next year? That'd be love. <laughs> I'm just man. saying, because that'd be love. That could happen too. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, answering, I'm, I'm answering Laz's question there because Laz wrote, "Huge swing comes when you when you have that first pick. You won't have next season." How many of us thought we were going to have the first pick this season? Nobody. Me, but did see, really? here's the thing. Did you really? When they traded for the Panthers for when they and they took Bryce Young. I was like, yeah, we we have a good chance at the first pick this year. But see, my I, I thing with think, the, I didn't think so. I was thinking my thing with that the logic that Lass is saying. Excuse me. I just don't believe that Caleb is a huge upgrade over Fields. I mean, the whole notion of just because we got that number one pick. We have to do something with it. We got to take this pick. I don't. I don't subscribe to that because if you can get multiple draft picks by trading that, you do that. You just don't have to draft a player just because. Oh, we got the number one pick overall. Oh, we got to take it. If he's not overwhelmingly better than what you already have, and you can get a haul by trading it, you trade the pick. That's I'm going to disagree with you, PJ. Huh? We, we got that pick. I'm going to disagree with you here. This is funny. I'm going to disagree with you because we got that pick and we have to do something with it. We have to use it to build the future and today at the same time instead of getting one guy that's going to set us back two years. <laughs> I just basically I, agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm listening. I'm looking at what Doug Van Dorn saying. He said, I seriously think Caleb will be a worse quarterback than Fields is now for at least three years. I just don't think it's worth it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's one thing if it was like Andrew Luck. When I seen Andrew Luck playing in college, I was like, okay, this guy is going to be a good quarterback. I really, I really believe I don't have that feeling for Caleb. I but there's I just a lot don't. of people that feel the opposite strongly. I mean, it, 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 Caleb falls in the same category as Luck as far as quarterbacks that were talked about for. A cup, they were like the main focus of 
this draft coming up in two or three years. They, you know, he was talking about because he won, one of them. He won the Heisman uh, last year. Luck is one of them. You can, you know, there's, there's guys, you know, Kyler Murray. They weren't talking about him for three years before he got drafted. You know, guys like that, uh, Trubisky's of the world. Hell, even the Patrick Mahomes of the world. They weren't. They were. They were talking about Deshaun Watson for three years before, right. you know, the draft. But when you when you when you sit here with the first pick and there's been all this time, everyone's been waiting for this guy because you know he's going to go first and next year or the year after that whenever he declares and we're and that's the quarterback that we're sitting here with at number one that we could take it's not but, just a flash in the pan quarterback but let me ask you this i mean and i want you to be totally totally objective about this when you look at caleb compare him to mayfield and murray when they were in college Uh, God. Um. Okay, Mayfield. Are those guys on that stat sheet? Oh crap. Mayfield, a, a hell of a lot more athletic. Um. Uh, Kyler Murray, not as athletic, but a better quarterback. I I don't know. I mean, you make a case for it, but and aren't they the same coaching staff too? Aren't they? Yes, they they were both coached by uh, Lincoln Riley. Yeah. All three of them were. I'm sorry. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, so that's what that's that's the point I'm making. When I look at Caleb, I see Kyler, I see Mayfield, and it's like they haven't, they wasn't like great since they've been in the league. I'm not saying they're horrible quarterbacks. And like I said earlier, I think Caleb could be really good if he gets. Like with Eric Bieniemy, I think he can be really good. So I don't see a a drastic difference in talent between Caleb and Justin. So my belief, you trade it, you trade it, get the haul and get all these picks, build your team up. That's what I'm saying. If it was more of a case of who I thought like Luck, I thought Luck when he was in college, I thought I said this guy's a stud right here, man. Just he's the man. I don't get that feeling with him. So therefore, yeah, I'm not going to uh, just pay, take him because I don't think he's that much better, if better at all, than Fields. And I think if you look at Fields' senior year and his senior year, I think Fields actually had a better senior year or last year in college, I should say. I mean, let's not forget that the senior year of Justin Fields was the COVID season, so – Everybody yeah. kind of got screwed on that one. Yeah, but I mean, you look at Justin and you hear, you look at the fans and what they complain about is he holds the ball too long, fumbles too much, this, that, the next thing. What is Caleb Williams doing right now in college? He's holding the ball too long. He fumbles a lot. You know, he runs around with that, just the one hand on the ball, kind of just waving it around. I mean, in the NFL, somebody's going to one up and just whack that away. Mm -hmm. Can't do that, fortunately. I mean, I, and it's not that Caleb's a bad player. He definitely has talent. So you right. He absolutely has the talent. Yes. You, you can't take that away from him. But you're bringing in a quarterback, a smaller quarterback, too, with the same problems you're complaining about right now. And he's also not playing against talent that he, you know, he's not playing in the SEC. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, you got you to look at that. There's been a lot of speculation about, the the talent and the games he's lost to what New Order Notre Dame, <laughs> everyone's yeah. talking about that loss. Yeah, and 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 it, and it also pisses me off that he sits out of a bowl game. 
Like to me, if I'm the quarterback of a of a college team, my goal is to get to a bowl game. That's my goal. And to sit it out, that just screams way too much of a diva for me. I, I know that we've talked about this. A lot of players do it nowadays. Yeah. But yeah. for me, that's 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 like the pinnacle of my college career if I was going to be a college quarterback. And to and to to shuffle to shuffle that off or slough that off as as well, I'm just so good that I don't have to play in this game and I have more to protect than you know, I've already made ten million dollars as one of the first quarterbacks in college history to have made that much money, one of the first players of all time to have, not saying it's 10 million, but however much money he's made in college is a hell of a lot more than anyone else has ever made in college because they couldn't make money until what last year. So you, you put all this, you take all this new account and you, you have to ask yourself, is he, is he already too full of himself? Is his head already too big? Those are things you, and, and listen, the bears draft guys that fit the bears culture. Mm -hmm. albeit good or bad. I think it's mm -hmm. worked out the best for them because they do have high character guys. You can, you can always kind of pick out the bear by character over more so than play. Like you, you can pick out the guys in the draft. They're going to get drafted by the, the Ravens and the Steelers. You just know those guys every year. Mm -hmm. You can just pick them. Shit. You could have, you could have pegged uh, Mar uh, Lamar Jackson going to the Ravens, you know, easily guys like that. They adjust. Yeah, and, and the yeah, bears. I mean, the bears have high character guys. That's just their thing. Yeah, no, we, we saw that with the Jalen Carter situation last year. You know, mm -hmm. We we could have gotten him easily, but mm -hmm. he just didn't fit the bill. Now I don't know what Illinois Jones is getting at talking about the championship game. I I didn't mention any championship games, so I, I don't know where you're coming from, buddy. You just grasping now. So wait, where is that at? He's so who's in the championship game? The Big Ten and somebody else. I, I don't really care about. I'm not talking about the championship game. I'm talking about the quarterback of the Trojans or the former quarterback of the Trojans now. Yes. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I mean, and I'm I'm not trying to bash Caleb. I'm not. Mm -hmm. So, I just I don't see it. Now, for those of you in the chat who is a Caleb fan and think he's a guy, let's re let's agree to disagree. Because I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to get it turned ugly and all this. Uh, I just, me personally, I don't see it. I would rather keep fields, get the uh, draft picks, build the team. That's just where I'm at. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. You got to stick with what you have sometimes, and you have to take the lumps that come with this kind of rebuild. You know, it's it's not it's not it didn't look good last year. We we definitely wanted you know more of a jump, of course. You know, we, we can't say we didn't, but at the same time, the two years prior were something that we haven't seen before. Like another quarterback going through, you know, you don't just take the quarterback, tear down the roster completely to nothing, and then expect him to be a miracle worker. I mean, yeah. yes, we took a we took a step forward this year, and you know we saw that both in the win column and you know player personnel around us. They definitely made a start, but it's just a start. You know, Rome yeah. wasn't built in a day, and neither were the Chicago Bears. So, I I think you also I think we got to also look at it from this standpoint that you kept your head coach. Mm -hmm. So you kept your head coach. If you kept your head coach, then therefore it makes sense to try to keep the quarterback you have, based upon. If your team fails next year, 
if you would have brought if you bring in Caleb, so what are you doing? Your team if your team fails next year, so then you're gonna have to replace your head coach, and now you're stuck with Caleb. So it's it's for me it's they are they already screwed the pooch and went down the same rinse and repeat avenue that the bears always do by not going big and just getting just starting over with Jim Harbaugh. Well, like a, like we had that conversation it didn't happen. It's like we're going down a peg every every that's the thing. I mean, how do you how do you have that conversation about with Harbaugh? Because if Fluce is your number 2 and Harbaugh's your number 1, you you say to yourself, okay, I can't have this conversation with Harbaugh until I do something with Flutes. But if Harbaugh turns me down or I get in a bidding war, I'm going to miss out on both of them. So therefore, I'm not going to have this conversation because at this point, I don't know if he really wants to come to the NFL or if he's just trying to use me as leverage to get more money from Michigan. I don't know that. So therefore, I can't have this conversation with Harbaugh. So that's what I'm saying. So you, you, you're there. And you're like stuck between a rock and a hard place. So you're like, okay, I'm just going to stick with my number two. If if he's indeed their number two. I mean, maybe they just don't even like Harbaugh. I don't even know. But I'm just saying, because of how the dynamics were, it's hard for you to have that conversation because you can't, oh, I'm going to interview Harbaugh as long as you still got flus on the uh, payroll. Well, the, uh, I, I, it's just Twitter. But there was some reports, whatever they're worth, that Harbaugh wanted the Bears job and Caleb Williams. So perhaps there was that that link between, you know, um, Kevin Warren and Harbaugh, because what's the difference? I mean, you know, you and I, we all talk off the show in text. Mm -hmm. You know, so who's to say that Warren wasn't like, hey. Just curious, and he was like, "I want Caleb Williams." They were like, "Nope, we're sick with Justin." He's like, "Nope, not doing it." If that was the case, and it, if it, but to me, if that was the case, then you just go, "Well, fine, whatever you want." That—that's for me, what I would have done. But since that did not happen, we're just going mm-hmm. a peg down, a peg down, a peg down, a peg down. In my opinion, until we like we get to a point where like, okay, well, I guess we can all agree on this, but. For me, it would have been it was go big or go home with with Harbaugh. He's proven to win everywhere. He has won everywhere. Yes, he has. He's a feisty fucker. He would have he would have been a problem. But if you win two Super Bowls when you're about to get a new stadium, and the guy's going on sixty and he is sixty, whatever. He's he's not. Maybe his testosterone has cooled off a little bit, and he's not the same guy. Maybe he would have finally. You know, uh, been happy with his dream job and worked with everyone, and not be su- such a irritable prick all the time, and and worked him his way out of you know getting into arguments with people and souring people against him. Just maybe, with the correct job, with the Bears job in his in the twilight of his career of his life, that he's that he got what he wanted. And now, hold on, man, sixty eight the twilight of your life, bro. Hold on, hold on, bro. What I mean by that is. He's this is the, that would have been his last coaching job. It would have been it. Then he can retire into the front office in his 70s and he would have been the next football guy for the Bears. It was so obvious to me 
that it was it was like a giant bright shining full moon in the sky at night that the bears refused to look at and since they didn't now it's like okay well let's go out and get this guy let's go out and get that guy okay i guess we're gonna go out and get waldron that means that we're keeping justin fields so now what do we we're gonna be if they don't get this correct we're just gonna be in this same cycle that we have been and this is i see people in chat saying the same thing P people are you know they're fired up about this shit too because we have seen it repetitively over and over and over and over again with this team that's and, how you break the hall okay the, the only thing repetitive about this is this conversation yeah we've had this yeah. six times already yeah okay yeah. it's that that we you break we're, we're breaking the cycle if polls has his way we'll break the cycle all i'm I saying is that. they better they better get this right because if they don't it's going to be the same thing again we're going to sit here's the thing when we when we ended the season, we didn't know what Harbaugh was going to do. Let's be real; nobody knew. You know, see, so you, you can't you can't operate in an unknown. So we have to decide what we're going to do with what we have available, right? Harbaugh wasn't 100 percent out of Michigan at the time, so I was like, I'm not going to sit there and like said, sitting there, right, Walt? The big yeah, contract there, there, was sitting on his desk. There, there was an offer on the table, and there was some contract language Harbaugh's group didn't like. And by the time that Michigan went and reneged on that and went with what Harbaugh wanted, he was already in. Um, you know, with the charge. So moot point at that time. But, you know, like, like I was getting at, we, we didn't know what Harbaugh was going to do. So I'm not going to operate knowing that. So I have to look at what do I have? Do these other coaches fit what I want to do? Or do I want to kind of run it back with Flus? who, I mean, he wasn't great, but he wasn't like overly bad either. You know, I've, I've seen some bad coaches. You know, you we definitely could have done a lot worse. Yeah. So there, there was improvement. So you have to show me improvement. And, you know, I saw that. Now, we went out and we made a mistake. We, we had Luke Getze, right? And his offensive master plan or whatever you want to call it just didn't work. So the Bears went out and said, hey, you know, we screwed up. We jettisoned Luke Getze. That, and to most of the staff minus, you know, Simo and uh, Jim Dre. And they went out and they got veteran coaches to finally, you know, rectify the, the mistake they did last year. I mean, I, I don't I don't remember who was available when they brought in Luke Getze at the time, so I, I can't go that far. It was pretty quick that they hired him. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they went there going with, like you said, first-time player caller. He had, a, you know, a pedigree out of Green Bay working with Aaron Rodgers, so everything's there. And they, yeah. they went with it. They said, you know, we can make this work, and it didn't work out. Two two things. Uh, what's up, Chips Ahoy boy? Can't wait to have you Chips Ahoy boy! And uh, – uh, who is it, Laz, that said, uh, where is it? Honey, uh, honey Bears. Bring back the Honey Bears. Bring back the Honey Bears. Bring yes, back that, the Honey Bears, man. That's the solution right there. As soon as it they is. got rid of the Honey Bears, we, we turned to shit. Let's bring back the Honey Bears. And you know what? A new stadium that is maybe like half outdoors. but Oh, they're know. coming back. When, when we get the new stadium, they're coming back. Yeah, bring them back. Yeah. PJ's, PJ's been on polls for that for two years almost. Or no. Yeah. It's they're coming years. back. He just had his two it's too cold in that's, that's really it, all PJ's been bitching the polls about for two freaking years, too. When are you going to bring them honey bears back, huh? Hey, you know, we, we don't care about the football part of it. They yeah. just bring back the honey bears. We want to see half naked women on the, on the grass. PJ, PJ, if we go into any game, then it won't matter who's quarterback. No, <laughs> it's all about the parking, and fellas. The problem with Getz is Illinois Jones is that his – his whole job was to design this offense. You know, that's what your offensive coordinator does, unless you're Andy Reid. You know, he runs the show there. Yeah. But they, they put the power in Luke Getz's hands, and he couldn't do the job. 
unfortunately, that's what it is. Now, him interviewing for other offensive coordinator positions, that doesn't mean anything, you know, it's good or bad. Does it mean he's getting an interview? Big deal. Whoop. Does it mean that the teams that are interviewing him are they possible trade partners for Fields? And therefore, they're trying to get some uh, information on Fields, like talking to Getty. I mean, that's that's what I'm thinking when I'm seeing that. It's like, okay, uh, the Raiders, maybe they're trying to trade for uh, Fields. So let's talk to Getsy and see what it's like. I that's mean, that's what like, I thought about them bringing in uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Was there trying yeah, to get info? That's on, yeah, exactly, yeah. That's exactly what it all is. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I think you know that that's what it could be. So just because he's getting job interviews doesn't mean that he's really a top candidate. They're just trying to get some information. Same way we were trying to get some information from Kingsbury. If if we we're to draft uh, what's the, what you call it? Uh, Caleb. Yeah, Caleb Williams. And I do want to quickly bring up Chips Ahoy Boy there. He says, yes, Field needs to hold blame, you know, and the organization crippled him too. And Fields has come out in every press conference said, this is on me. He's never, you know, passed the buck on to somebody else. He's always been first and foremost, like, I need to play better. So, I mean, that's what you want from your guys. No excuses. He said, I, I screwed up. I, I need to get better. You know, and then you got Lugetti coming out in the microphone. And like, well, you know, I'm great. We yep. We got something brewing here. <laughs> you ain't got nothing there, man. We do, we do. We got something brewing here. We got a pile of shit. I wanted to say hey to Hector Zambrano. What's up, Hector? What's up, tonight, Hector? Man. Thanks for joining us, Hector. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Hector's a big supporter of the channel. We appreciate you. You know, in your and in to, I mean, to your point, point, like, Fields played health okay. better after the injury. He was a uh, he was Statistically, I test he was a lot everything. He passed the test after the injury. He played a lot better. Okay, that's mm -hmm. it. I no, he did. He did. Well, I mean, I, I thought he played great in that uh Denver and Washington game before the injury. Yeah. No, well, sure. If if he if if not for that uh Hail Mary at the end of the first half, he'd have an NFL record for com uh, completed passes in a row. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, would have been nice like, to get another touchdown in the second half, but but here's the thing, though. I mean, I'm never saying that Fields right now is perfect. I'm not. He needs he needs to to improve. He needs to get better. He truly does. But to me, I think he's a good quarterback. I think honestly, he has the potential of being the best quarterback we ever had. I mean, right now, I think he's been better than what Trubisky was. Uh, I think that you know again he can get better, but I mean the, he the eye test wise, yes, yeah, statistically no, but yes, no, I mean just, just what I mean. I think you to to all the people out there that are, that, are, that are making an argument against Justin Fields is that for you to be saying going into year four, the talking about potential still is not what anyone wants to hear. Everyone wants to hear going into year four of our quarterback stud. If, if we're talking about, well, the potential is still there. Okay, let me ask you then this. We're, then we're talking about this, the same thing over and over and over and over again. Okay, so what do you think Troy Aikman was at the end of his third year? Winning a Super Bowl? No. No. At the end of his third year? No. He was, he was drafted in 1989. They won a Super Bowl in 92. 
91. He did not win the Super Bowl. 89, 90, 91. Is that a fact? you have that? Is that did, you, did you fact check that? No, I didn't fact check that, but I'm, okay, I'm so. sure. So, so the point I'm making is not every quarterback is going to be a stud at the end of, end of year three. When did Peyton Manning win his first Super Bowl? Wasn't at the end of year three. 1993, he won his first Super Bowl. So four so, years so five years? Yeah, but you, I mean, honestly, Troy Aikman's stats are like pedestrian compared to today. If you look at his stats, you wouldn't even realize he's in the Hall of Fame. Well, that's my whole point. So for us to be hung up on stats, that's not where we should be at. I mean, again, it's about the team. And the Troy Aikman won a Super Bowl or Super Bowls because he had good players around him. And that's all I've been saying is get good players around Justin. Justin, yeah, he's not perfect. He's not the best quarterback right now. But I see improvement, and I see what the potential is. So, yeah, if Jimmy Johnson was his coach, I don't think he'd be trying to get rid of uh, Justin at the end of three years. And that's what I'm saying. We can't just automatically always want to, oh, let's – Get the next guy in. I know, okay. I understand, but Troy Aikman had the same offense all those years. He did, he wasn't switching offensive coordinators like you know. Agreed. Underwear. Agreed. When, when that's you, what I'm saying. I mean, offensive coordinators like underwear. You get into this the same territory that the Bears. All the excuses we can make for Jay Cutler. All all we can come up with is oh well, he's if he didn't uh, have so many different different offensive coordinators, he would have been great. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though. I mean, you have to – certain things take time. Certain things take time. I mean, we can't live in this microwave society where we got to have instant success right now and everybody's all up in arms because Stroud had this great year. But it takes time. For the most teams to build sustained success, it takes time. And that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm seeing some improvement with Fields, and I think he's still going to get better. I mean, and to Illinois Jones' point of what – have I seen to get better? Look at his completions. Uh, it's, his percentage has gotten better. So he's getting better. It's, I mean, it's not like leaps and bounds over one year over another, but it's a steady improvement. And again, you give him a, best, a better offensive play caller, you give him a better uh, weapons, he's going to keep on improving, giving better protection. He's going to keep on improving. And I think we'll get there. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm banking on that we're going to get there because how many people said that golf was no good and he was a bust, but in Detroit, he found something. He got a, he got a different offensive coordinator because here we are thinking that McVay was the greatest thing since sliced bread, but yet he got with uh, Ben Johnson and Ben Johnson worked with him and he's improved. So again, that's what I'm saying. You get him to improve. You get better uh, players around him. We can get there. It's just that when, it's not going to be built overnight. It's going to take some time. Golf, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, um, but you know, Goff was in the same offense for how, however many years and traded, and now he's in the same offense for how many years. You know, well, we're in the same offense too. Scary part. That's the unknown. That's 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 the that's the part that leans towards history to say that if Justin Fields does blow up. In year one of a new offense, 
which it's is the same offense. More, it's, it's, it's the same more, offense. Yeah, it's the same offense for me too at my new job, but it's, it's <laughs> learning a whole new lingo. Yeah, learning but a whole new. It's uh, the same offense protocol. I mean, because McVay and uh, Ben Johnson, I think they run a different offense. I think, I think it's a different offense. But for Fields, it's going to be the same offense. It's going to have a little bit of tweaking here and there. A little if bit. If it's the same offense, please. Huh? If it's the same offense, then they might as well have just kept Getsy. It better it not is, be the same offense. It's the same offense. It better not be. It is. Well, then why not just have kept Getsy? Because Getsy didn't. He didn't. He go. He didn't call the right plays in that hey, offense. Man, but everyone can learn at their job, PJ. Huh? If you would have been fired for the first time that you got your traffic stop wrong or you didn't arrest the right guy, you know, if you didn't get to learn from your job, become the seasoned veteran that you were at your job, you would have never have gotten there, right? So, so it, like, time, I said, bro. like I said before about Getsy, isn't there something to maybe have – can't he have learned from his mistakes? Do you need to reset everything and have everything – because if it's really the same offense – if if uh, Waldron's just gonna come in and it's the same. Oh, we're gonna run the same plays. Z right, flip left, blah blah blah. It's all the same, but we're gonna just call this play would, differently. Would you not agree that when Getsy had the had the team for the last two years, our first scripted plays on it seemed like our first drive was always our best drive. Mm. After the team adjusted to that, we started having problems. Mm -hmm. So. That's more of a coaching problem than a system problem. So you keep the system, you just change the coach. Fair enough. What's up, Swifty? What's up, Swifty? Hanging out at the Senior Bowl, and are you? Are you, Robert, are you in a hotel Robert right Priel, now? Robert Priel dropped in. Don't for, uh, the scrolls, man. What's scrolls, up, scrolls? What's up, scrolls is saying these JF1 pipe dreams is going to have us in QB hell for another decade. <laughs> I just don't not a decade because if there's a real problem, which I don't believe there is, you know, time time will bear all this out. But you still yeah. gotta build the team up, man. Make it better for whoever that quarterback is gonna be. I tell you what, the more the more tape I watch on Jaden Daniels, he's he nice. be the best quarterback in this damn draft. He's nice. And I see and that's what I'm saying. So I can see like Denver or really Las Vegas trying to move up to get him. Not necessarily the number one, but All I right. can see them moving up to try to get him. He's he's probably going to go what three four. I say quarterback wise, uh, the third oh, I think oh, oh third for sure third. Quarter, excuse me, quarterback wise, yeah. I just don't know if the Giants going to get him or someone else. Hmm. But I, I can see him being the third quarterback. I, I'll say this. I think he's going in the top seven, be it a trade or whatever, but top seven. That's like saying you don't like steak because someone cooked it bad. Wait, what are you talking about, Swifty? <laughs> you got to read. You got to be reading the chat as you're going to understand it, dude. Yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah go, go to this one. Go read this one, Shorty, because this is one of them. But this is this is after the steak comment already. That's why he even says, read the state comment. Talking to Doug. Uh, Swifty, of all the West Coast offenses are pretty much the same concept. What changes are the labels? I'm hoping Waldron can maybe adapt to older labels and make it easier on his returning players. That's 
well, hopefully he can adapt our our language because because the uh, offense is the same. Just adapt our, our language to where you know he'll just be calling different plays in a different sequence because again he comes up with different formations or what have you. So I I just I just think it was the way that Getsy was calling the plays. What the problem was because again Waldron's going to have some screens in his playbook. He just won't call them five times in a row. <laughs> And, and here's the Every other thing too, that here's the other thing that Waldron did with Geno Smith guy. He'd have these formations set up, and they were the same formations, and you could run or pass out of them. There's a little bit of an option in there, but he'd call the pass play, and he'd be like, "Hey guys, you know what? If this breaks down and it goes bad, make sure you freaking do something. You want to play street ball, play it. Make the play work even when it breaks down." Uh, and I, don't, I don't think I don't think Getsy's out there telling him that it's run my damn play this way. It's also it's, I'm not it's, sure if I'm right, but I'm just saying, man. It's as simple as 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 putting yourself in a formation to fool someone, so that you use that same formation with a different play in the future. And absolutely, there's been a shitload of plays that I saw Getsy running. Like, oh, he's got to be setting this up for the future. Nope. And nope. see that that's why you changed the coordinator. Because of things like that. Because one thing I'm not in favor of is when you give send in a play where you call a run and a pass. Because sometimes, to your point, if I'm calling this run play, I'm setting up a pass play for later on. So if I give you this option, how am I setting it up? Because I'll give you the option and you choose the option of you throw the ball. And then I'm like, okay, so I can't throw it the pass later on because you're already throwing a pass now. So... Let's sit up there and, I mean, yeah, you can do an audible, but I don't like the whole two-plays system because let's be specific with certain things because I get to set up in that same formation a different play later like on. The, like the play with uh, where uh, it was the one where they went into where uh, DJ Moore took – it was it was a touchdown run that he had where he he moved over to – they they after the four, after they got to the line – uh, DJ Moore came to the quarterback position and uh, yeah, yeah, feels yeah. To the wide to the left to the wide receiver, and yeah, then yeah. like a little fake. Hit. I was like, okay, they're gonna they're setting this up for the future. No, where is that? Come that on. was the, there you go. That was the payoff right there. That play right there was a payoff. Yeah, but you could have used that. You could have used that to set up for another play because they think you're gonna do that again. I agree, but see, see I, I I think that's the whole thing. It's like you have to get creative by using the same type of formations. You have to get creative with those. And when you don't do that, I mean, that's problematic. But but, but here's the other thing. Getsy talked about execution. I remember on, I think it was the score that Jalen Johnson was talking. And he said that they didn't get a chance. I mean, they'll talk about a play or how to defend a play, but they never really repped it. And I'm like, okay, that's a problem. And that's a problem with uh, Eberflus. Rep your plays. Just don't sit up there and come up with a play on how we're going to do this. Rep it for the guys can actually see it. See it in action, do it in action, for then they can do it in the game. Mm -hmm. I hate, because I think Nagy did a lot of that stuff where they'll talk about a play, design a play, but they never rep it and practice it, and then they expect these guys to execute it in the game. You can't execute it if you don't practice it. 
practice the play. And that's important. You know, you practice that play to where guys can actually see it because let's face it, there's three different types of ways of learning. You have your visual learners, your audio learners, and your kinetic learners. Kinetic is when you're actually doing it. If you got people on your team, because what you're going to have, who are kinetic learners by having to do it, allow them to do it for they can then get it in their head on how to do it and then they perfect it. Just don't just talk about it or just show it on the board. Man, practice to play. Fair enough. What happened to Walt? There he is. <laughs> that was weird. All right. There he is. I told you I was coming back. He said it. He said it. I just we didn't know when, man. Chip Toy saying after the scripted plays, Getsy was lost after that. Easy to look foot when you had Rogers as your QB. He got hired by proxy. Yes. And that's I mean it's, it's, after it's very true. Plays. Yeah. I mean, because his scripted place was good because we we scored at a high rate on our first drive of every game. We scored at a high rate. After that, eh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. I mean, uh, you kind of you got to give credit where credit's due. I guess he could come up with a script, but outside of that, when it really matters and you have to think for yourself, adjustments. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's important. That's important. To Jake Duque's point, he's saying Caleb won't be a star here because we don't have the coaching. Like I said, I really believe Caleb needs some hard coaching. I really believe that. And I, I think, think he can take it. He's already weighed, he's already made way too much money to have somebody tell him what to do. Well, I mean, I think in order for him to be successful, that's what he's going to need. I really believe that he's going to need that that hard discipline to be like, hey, to where you're going to be held accountable and kind of like in pursuit of excellence, that's what the type of coach he needs. Say, hey, man, I need you to be perfect. I don't need you to throw this ball uh, a foot over the guy's head. I need you to throw it at his chest every time. Mm -hmm. And when you coach him hard like that to where he's in pursuit of excellence, I think he'd be a, a great player. I really do. But whether or not he gets that, time to tell. But I think that's what he needs in order to be successful. I think you are correct. That's why I just I to me this is this is this is all everything is moving towards that pick getting traded. There's gonna be a lot to talk about over the next couple of months. A lot of opinions, a lot of speculation, a lot of people upset, a lot of people elated with joy. A lot of people the sky's gonna be falling. I mean, I guess people are always gonna be upset no matter what you do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's always going to be that crowd. Because I will be upset if we got rid of Fields. PJ, I was surprised I, you actually went to another game after going to the Indy preseason game and not getting to see Justin Fields. I did that for you, brother. Well, and then you came to the game, and then Justin Fields got injured. Like I said. So, I mean, I that, came to the Bears games, man. I came to the game for you, bro. I know, brother. It was great to get a big bear hug from you, too. <laughs> well, it looks like that's about uh, that's about a show, huh? You guys out of wind? That's I know about, I am. That's about a, about a show. That's about a show? 
I gotta go re yeah. reset my brain to, to think about circle got, again. I got another fire inspector. They're coming. They're coming to take out the melted glob that was once my paper shredder. I had to leave it burned in my dining room floor for three weeks <laughs> because they want to know if they can find a manufacturer and and there's there's some recourse. But I'm like, it's older than ten years old and. And he's like, yeah, I probably can't do nothing, but I got to do it for the insurance company. And then, then I might be able to start getting something done finally. So I got him coming early, man. Hey, before we... Uh, I guarantee you I did not make the circuit board in that thing. What's up, Rachel? <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, before, Ray, we, what's up? before we uh, put a bow on this, let's address some of the things in the chat because, again, I see Leonidas uh, talking about you, you guys know, do that. I'm gonna go take a leak while you guys do that. Right, right. All right. Leonidas saying you need to set yourself a higher bar for the QB. This low bar is what makes us remain mediocre. But you can't keep on changing your quarterbacks in uh every three years or whatever and think you're gonna have some type of success. You have to sit up there and if you're seeing growth, let's keep on going with it instead of just trying to reset the Reset the whole thing. Like let, let's reset it because oh, we got this shiny new toy and being the first overall pick. Let's see how far we can go with what we got while building the team. Because here's a, that's the second part of it: build the team, get more players, get uh, fill more holes, get better talent. That's what you're doing. So even if the quarterback isn't the guy, you at least have a good enough team to where you can bring somebody else in. I mean, that 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 to me is where I'm at with it. I mean, it's not like I have a low bar for the quarterback. No, I don't. Because I expect Justin to throw for over 3,500 yards next year. If not over a four, over a 4,000. But I'm, I'm also believing that, that hey, it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, it's not like we ever had a 4,000-yard receiver, I mean, a uh, quarterback before. So for for us to get a 3,500, man, let's take that. As long as we winning, we're progressing, we're getting better as a team. I'm good with that. Yeah, I mean, PJ, to, to your credit too, I mean, you can't just like dump the quarterback after three years. You know, I mean, you, you look at like the '93 season from Brett Favre. I mean, yeah, the Packers went nine and seven, but you know, he threw 19 touchdowns for 24 interceptions in the league in that category. He only exactly. threw a little over 3,000 yards. Man. So, I mean, the Packers didn't give up on him. They kept with him. You know, he had his ups and his downs, and he ended up going to the Hall of Fame. Exactly. So. And they only got him because he smart-mouthed Jerry Glanville. You know the story. I don't know. He he goes, watch, I'm going to throw a touchdown. He threw an interception, a pick six, and he walks back to Jerry Glanville, and he says, I told you I was going to throw a, a touchdown, <laughs> coach. And then next week, they traded him to Green Bay. They didn't even – so, I mean, that's, that's true. Jerry Glanville tells the whole story, dude. That really happened. Yeah, I mean, it's sti it, so. statistically-wise, you can even say that he regressed from 92 to 93. You know, yeah, that's what I mean. Stuff. I mean, J2K says it for me right there. The haul is worth more than the risk. I mean, me getting – us being able to get the haul because it's not – it's like Caleb Williams or whatever quarterback versus Justin and the whole. Now, if you want to just have Justin versus Caleb, maybe you can have an argument. I don't have an argument about it, but maybe you can. But when you talk about Caleb, 
versus Justin and the hole. I'm going with the hole, man. That's where I'm at. I'm going with the hole, too. It's like, man, give me a, a stud wide receiver. Give me uh, some other, you know, that center we've been needing. I mean, you get all these positions filled that you can get filled by getting that haul. So we're 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 a better team by uh, trading the pick. I, I want to ask Leonidas this question uh, since he's in here saying uh, no haul means anything if you don't have a QB. So, um, like I said, you, I think you were in the show last week. You, if you had, if you weren't. Uh, Go back and watch it because you saw my rant, and I just yeah, I mean, wonder, I'm always here. I'm wondering if if Leonidas, if you think that if you gave him, let's just say you gave him Marvin Harrison Jr. and you gave him um, the 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 tight end from Georgia, you gave him two more the big time offensive Brock weapons. Bowers? Yeah, or no Washington. Darnell Washington, yeah. <laughs> or you, or you give him, you give him a stout offensive line and Marvin Harrison Jr. and he, he's not, he can, he can, he can sit back there and knit a sweater all day long, in the pocket. Yeah. Do you think that would help, or are you just flat out shit tired done with Justin Fields, and or are you actually Don Burr like somebody said you are? <laughs> man, 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 sorry. If he had, if he had neighbors or Odunze or there's a couple guys that we could get in the second round. If he had one of those guys, and and Scott could could. Well, I mean, I think you've seen the uh, progress a little bit with Komet yes. and Roshan out of the backfield. That would be enough weapons to to win them a few more games. I was gonna say, Foster. I'm sure you've seen the chart where they had, uh, you know, all the wide receivers up there and their drop percentages yeah. and whatnot. Like tennis got dropped over a hundred yards fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. When Terrible. I looked at that, I just went, "That's ridiculous." Just unfortunate. That's, that's that's two or three more freaking wins right there. And I, I know some. I know someone's gonna bring up the old oh, Chiefs had 44 drops this season, most of the NFL. Sure, Chiefs yep. are also second in passing attempts this year. With, and, yeah, I think they were over 600. They're so, also what number two in entire defense. They shut teams down. We weren't doing that for most of the season. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a that's a different out there. Yeah, that's that's a different like portion of the uh, equation, so to speak. And I'm we just didn't talking, have a Pacheco one insane fucking half. Yeah, but what I'm, what I'm talking about is the defense and Pacheco doesn't matter. What I, what I'm saying here is that when you have that that amount of you know passing attempts, you're going to have more drops. You're going to have more of everything else. You're going to have more touchdowns, too. You're going to have more yards, theoretically speaking. You should. Yeah. So the fact that everyone's like, well, he's got more drops here. It just You have more attempts, so it's just a numbers game at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, We've got four questions. I don't know if you guys want to go after And there, there goes Leonidas. <laughs> how, many, um, how many games did, did Justin Fields miss this year? Four? Yes. Yes. All right, let's do the let's let's do some math here. He played thirteen. Okay, so let, let's 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 do this. Let's do a little exercise really quick. Uh, where is it at? Isn't Fields only twenty four years old? Yes. Uh, is this yeah. That's what I was saying when you know we talked about bringing in another quarterback. It's not like the Kirk Cousins situation. The guy's like thirty years old. You know, 38 yeah. years old, something like that. Yeah. 24. So in three or four years, uh, scrolls, he'll only be 27 and 28 years old. So he's not going to be 30 to where, you know, we keep on giving us 30-year-old chances. He's only 24. 
Uh, give the man a chance. That's all I'm saying. You got to give, give him next year for sure. You, I mean, you just got to give him one more year with the way. I mean, we're we're improving. Two seasons outright cheated. Any quarterback that would have been here, I don't care. I wish Caleb Williams would have been here. We have we'd be having the same conversation if you reverse players. Mm-hmm. Probably. Okay. Let's and, and, uh, go ahead. Uh, I'm no, going to add, add this up while you talk. Okay. You know, I was just going to say, Foster, like people keep saying, well, you know, we have Patrick Mahomes came in and did this. Patrick Mahomes came into a 12 and 14 the year prior. They were in the playoffs both years. I, right. Exactly. And then he took over. So he had a good team. He was ready to go yeah. when he stepped on the field. Exactly. It, it just happened that they lucked into this situation. You know, and, Mitch and, walked into a team that was, what, 3 and 14, 3 and 15, something like that? I don't, I don't even know. Man, he, you know, you United yeah. said three years, too. And then he said, <laughs> no one gets that long. Every great quarterback used to get that long. Jordan Love has got four. Three. I don't care. No, I don't care. He didn't play. If you're not sitting there for three years and you don't learn nothing, you're you're an idiot. Sorry. And that's the thing, though. I mean, because this team was torn down. This team was torn down last year. So come on now. I mean, it was torn down, and it's like you down you this year. It was proven that we only had. One receiver that was showing anything. One. And our protection was good some games, and some games it was bad. So I'm not ready to give up on fields. I'm just not. Do you guys see where do you guys see touchdowns on here? Because I'm looking for that. So we got we got passing yards, rushing yards. That's that's not touchdowns, is that that's no that's rushing touchdowns, I think. That's a fast touch. What is TO? Turnovers. Oh, turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Well, you're fine. Okay. I'm just trying to I'm trying to add up the numbers here. So so right now we're at like I think nine hundred and uh, nine hundred and forty six yards at these final games of last season. Okay. So if you were to add that to uh what he had this year, which is 2,562 passing yards. So, 2,562. That's 3,508 passing yards. He had uh, what, 16 touchdowns and nine interceptions this year. So, if you add how many touchdowns did he have? And two of those was on Hail Marys. Yeah. So, where are the touchdowns here? Oh, see a touchdown. Oh, nope. It was on that other one. It was on that other thing you had per year on the on the Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking for the touchdowns in the last four games of last year. Just to add those four games to this season, call it a 17 game season. I don't see touchdowns on here, which is stupid, but anyway, he would have had over three thousand, he would have had thirty five hundred yards passing. Would that have been if you take the last four games and add them to this season, I think those are teams. Yards yards that you're been okay for you guys, because I would have been happy with that. Say it again. If 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 he played a full seventeen game season and you added the the, the final four games from last year, mm-hmm. you which is another almost thousand yards, nine hundred and forty six. If he ended the season with thirty five hundred passing yards and let's just say eight more touchdowns, and he had. Because he was on a better trajectory for touchdowns, interceptions at the end of the season, he was throwing a lot less picks and turning the ball over a lot less. So let's just 
say uh, two touchdowns a game, eight more touchdowns to his 16, he would have had 20. So if 24 touchdowns and let's say 14 interceptions and 3,500 yards. Would that have been okay for you guys? Because I would have been happy with that. Me too. That would have been better than... That would have put him in one of the all-time leagues for our for our, uh, for our hmm. franchise. He'd be yeah. there for a top five? Yeah. So, I mean, again, it just comes down to, for me, and I think a lot of, a lot of fans, is that Starting over again means it's just it's 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 awful. I, I hate it. I don't want to start over again, but maybe that. Um, maybe I'm, looking at, I'm looking at San Francisco and how good they are. How they went through how many quarterbacks last year? Four, four quarterbacks last year, and here they are in the yeah. Super Bowl this year. That's true. He did set out the last game of last season, Doug. So for us to uh, have that many quarterbacks and go through that many quarterbacks, it's like, I mean, for them to go that, through that many quarterbacks shows that they have a good team and good coaching. And therefore, the quarterback is whatever. So, so my thing is we build this team up, get like a San Francisco where we have a good, solid team, if Fields turn out not to be the guy, go get a quarterback. We got to get enough system. But let's get there. All right, let's wrap this show up with your guys' Super Bowl predictions for this weekend or next weekend, I should say. We do have one more show to go, but I guess we could. Yeah, we can wait till next week for that. Yeah, I guess let's do that. I forget there's a bye week. Yeah. All right, well, let's just wrap yeah. it up. Swift, Swift, what's her name? Oh, I thought we were doing Super Bowl predictions. Taylor, Taylor, Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Yes. Taylor Swift wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, guys. I, I do want to say that uh, if you guys get a chance, check out Swifty's uh, reports on the uh, Senior Bowls. And there's uh, some other people doing some reports on the Senior Bowl. Check out some players, man. Uh, this is uh, They got some good guys uh, at the Senior Bowl. I, mean, I want to go back and watch the Shrine Bowl tonight. But uh, yeah, check them out, man. Uh, because we got two coaches down there coaching. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, check them out, man. Our quarterback coach is down there. I know for sure. Ville and, from the three point stands is down there with him too. Yeah. Yeah. Ville, so, so check them out, man. The way back, they're putting say. content out. And I, I tried to get Will right on here. He's actually still down there. But they're all putting yeah. content out. All three of those guys are going to be putting a bunch of content out. Yeah, check so, them out, sure. fellas. I mean, for you guys who are really into the draft and the, the Foster draft, check them out. Internet. Internet just killed Foster. Right. Yeah, he's gone. Gone, <laughs> gone. <laughs> uh, oh, PJ, PJ, beauty of the hall, like you're saying, man, even if it doesn't work out this year, we got an escape. We got a safety valve with a second number one pick. Right. Hey, right. That's options, what I'm saying. Options, I mean, options. That's man. That that that's the thing for me. Poles nose football. Poles nose. Poles nose. Get, get off on my PGT there, man. <laughs> All right, man. PGT. Poles nose. I, I keep seeing Leonidas bring up this whole like Purdy got injured and the 49ers got ousted. 
I mean, the, the thing was the 40, Purdy got hurt, yes. But the backup quarterback got hurt. I think the third string quarterback got hurt too. So there, there just wasn't a quarterback on the team, period. Yeah. And yeah. You can't, you can't, you know, foresee that happening. That's See, pretty took them all the way to the championship game. That's a good, that's a good system, man. Because hmm. I, I'm telling, I was telling, uh, I told you my barber, he's a 49er fan. And I said, that's man, good. you got Sam Darnold sitting on your bench. So he's probably better than Purdy. I think he's better than Purdy, and he's sitting on if, the bench. If, if he was better than Purdy, he'd be starting. Well, Shanahan told him that, hey, Purdy's going to get the reps. So you can't beat him out in practice. You got to beat him out in our preseason game. It, it ain't It ain't like uh, – It could be like that situation with uh, Mac Jones, too. It just came out that he, hasn't, he didn't talk to Belichick since like week seven or weeks – Something like that. They had like no contact whatsoever. I, I, I'm just stuck on the fact that you that you have a barber. Like you don't. Yeah, it's called a Floby. Get out of here. You don't. Dad. You don't. Goodbye, Floby. <laughs> like a sex toy. Floby. <laughs> Thank you, Doug, because that's exactly what I'm doing, man. At both residences. <laughs> a Floby. But your haircut is a pair of trimmers. It's, it's just eh, eh, eh. you got to pay someone to do that for you, bro. Or is it the camaraderie? Can I can, can I break it down for you? No experience. All right, man. I ain't gonna break it down. I thought we okay. already. I thought we already did this. First, show us your hair and then break it down for us, because I want to know what it what the he, barber he does. He does this about every six weeks with you. What 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 what. What Can I be it? your? I can said, do that. Said he does this like every six weeks, PJ. Bro, let Think me explain it. something. No, hair bear. I have. I literally have a freaking flow, flow, uh, flow, yes. a flow. Let me explain. Let me explain something to you. No, this show is nuts. Listen to the conversation no. we're having within the no, black culture. <laughs> I'm just saying, within the black culture, you you got to understand when we go to our barber. We, we, we with our barber, we get to talk about a whole lot of things at the barbershop. It's That's a it's place a to hang out and you get to talk with the fellas for a couple hours. So for a couple hours, you're sitting there. You, uh -oh. you, you, sorry, you sorry PJ, I don't want to interrupt you here, but I don't know who brought this up. But I mean, Illinois Jones, I, I don't know what your problem is. I think we're having a civil conversation and you kind of want to bring this this up. I mean, I, I let you have your opinion, but this is just insane. So, hey, it's you know, he'll he's he'll be saying the same thing when he doesn't get traded. Yeah, it's so, it's, it's it's a difference it's of no opinion. I, I put it up there just because um, you could call us illogical. Well, you can even call me a fucker because I would I love doing that shit to women, but <laughs> um, just take it easy, man. This is all this is all just conversation and. Everybody's got their opinions. We don't agree. It's no big deal. That's that's not what we're not here to argue about it or call people names about it, dude. We just we're mm -hmm. giving our take. There's yeah. shit said all over Twitter and YouTube that people don't like. That's fine. You've got your opinions. We've got ours. It just is what it is, man. Opinions that's are why, like that's why wait. That's why I put I got dude. I always say this too, Illinois Jones. Uh I get it, because I always say, dude, if, if you know some motherfuckers that you love those motherfuckers, you tell those motherfuckers that you love those motherfuckers. I love you, guys. <laughs> Everybody in chat, too, by the way, man. I got you. All you no, motherfuckers. Not, not I love you motherfuckers. 
So, so this, so this is a, a barbershop setting in a way. So, mm -hmm. so, so, I'll I'll come and uh, cut your hair for you, mm -hmm. and you pay us Flo to hang out with you. How about that? He'll bring his flow, me right. There you go. I'm still waiting on my check in the mail, bro. You returned that shit, bro. But Peach, he just offered you like, I, I, how could you agree to that? That's what I'm saying. He want me to pay him. He's the him in the world. Pull out the flowy on your hair. <laughs> well, look, it, it technically only takes my barber about 15 Eight, minutes to cut my hair. Eight, 15 minutes. About 15 minutes. Yeah, because he got to that, like. That's some serious conversation, bro. Sometimes, PJ, isn't it good to go out and spend your day and do a couple things and interact with people? And, oh, you know... absolutely. But see, here's the thing. <laughs> Although it only takes 15 minutes to cut my hair, I'm actually sitting in that chair for about 45 minutes because mm -hmm. of the conversation. That's what I mean. What about what? How does it take fifteen minutes to go? No, eh, 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 eh. oh, bro, it ain't that. Talking very that too, and he's got you know, lines the beard, and he does everything professionally. It's not like you're <laughs> doing it at home with your fucking floby. He gets yeah, a straight edge out, you know. The, he get the razor out, trim up my beard. Straight razor. Yeah. Well, so all right, well, that straight razor takes time. Bro. All right, that's what I'm saying, man. Straight, himself, straight razor. Then you I sit up there, you know, you gotta, you gotta like trim up this up in here. So, hey man, I, I, by the way, hair bear, you got <laughs> your your <laughs> name is hair bear night. for a reason, hair bear. Go out and get your ass a Floby, man. You will not regret it. <laughs> yeah, I <I'm laughs> still make Illinois that Jones. Shit. Illinois Jones, not a peach. I don't know because I, I he wants I'm, to know black can black people literally use a Floby? I, mean, I don't. I didn't even know what a Floby was tonight. until Shorty said it. It's a vacuum cleaner hooked to a pair of trimmers that you just vacuum your hair and it cuts it to different lengths. I'm going to use the shop back next time with my, I'll tape my duct it's tape. It's kind of hard to do the fade there, man, because, you know, he got a fade, you know, oh, no, you know how to do a fade, you know. Fade. You don't have a fade. If, if you had a fade, you could do it with a floby. God, there's no fade. What, what? You don't see that fade, bro? Uh, you don't yeah. see that fade? Doug, right. Doug Van Dorn hasn't been to a barber since last century. Let's see, 1995. <laughs> yeah. I let my hair go along with that. Thirty there. years since he's seen a barber. I'm uh, just saying, at my age, I'm just glad I still got hair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm still, I'm just glad I still got hair at my age. I hear you, man. I'm, I'm lucky that I have hair and it's not gray. So, I, I'm, I appreciate, I appreciate you, grand, grandfather. Fuck off, three of you <laughs> bastards, man. <laughs> I got a little bit of gray. No, I'm just talking about the hair. hair on your ball sack. I got plenty of hair. Look at look down my back, <laughs> my chest, my neck, my ears, my nose. Nothing up here. Ah, it just it just moved, right, Foster? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's growing down my back instead of from up here. It's just going all down. Oh man! It went from from gray to silver even now. I'm not even like seventy or eighty yet. Maybe eight hundred, but not seventy. <laughs> Chips Ahoy boy. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you on that PJ. Fuck off, shorty, about the hair, man. <laughs> I'm saying, man. I mean, my my hair could design these. Like I said, I go every two weeks. Every every two weeks, damn. I'm lucky if I go like once a month, if that. That's why I got a Floby, man. Just, but I don't see, go anywhere. I go into the bathroom and I 
back in my hair is gone. It, it's the trim. most important thing about a black man's haircut is the lining. It's not necessarily the hair. It's the lining. That's what we really go for to make sure our lining is crisp. Like, you know, like I said, on my, on my beard, you can see, like, you know, it's not all over the place. It's kind of like trimmed up because that straight edge in underneath here. So it's cool. It's all good. What? Look, you, why, don't you, why don't you grow it out and try some jerry curls? I've... Yeah, go get some soul glow. I was just going to bring up soul glow. Soul glow. I don't know. Guys, so do Next I really year. look like a testicle with teeth? <laughs> you look like Walter White from Breaking Bad right now. <laughs> I'm going to mix up a batch. <laughs> I would instead instead of the playoff beard next this season, PJ, how about you grow out the Jerry curls and full glow that shit? <laughs> yeah. I, can only, I can only imagine I'll how much work my that neck is. Hair. <laughs> What's that say, Grizz? A sixty-year-old man wearing the Jerry curl just ain't gonna work. I'm just saying, it ain't gonna work. You're not sixty yet. Yeah, you're not that old, man. Jeez. Aren't, aren't you going to be 59 at like coming up? No. 58. No. No. I'm going to be, be 60 this year. Yeah. Hey. Oh, dude, I think I think you scammed us last year on your birthday. Oh, you said no, you, were- you scammed us. <laughs> yeah, you I, scammed I thought us. you I thought you were 58 last year. I was until my I birthday came, then I turned 59. <laughs> I turned 58. No, I was 58. I turned 59. You was 57. You turned... No, you're 57 still, right? Yeah, I'm going to be 58 eventually. See? Maybe. Like like soon, uh, man. Hopefully. So next time... Yeah, you were already. It's coming up. Next time Shorty talks about Walt being young, I'm going to talk about Shorty being young. <laughs> I got you back. young, man. I'm a fucking 15-year-old in a, six, in a 75-year-old body somehow. Yeah, that's true. That's because <laughs> that's because I gotta get at them, all of them. You gotta get back at them. Hey, it's a blessing to get old because what what's the alternative? That's how I look yeah. at it. Better the good than thing is we're we're here to see it all, and you learn shit. Yeah, and you realize yeah. that almost none of like most of the shit that we deal with is just not that fucking important. Mm-hmm. It's not. We, well, you 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 learn to appreciate life for what it is. I mean, that's the thing. It's yep. like so many times, you know, we can get sidetracked and worried about different things. Like today, I got a chance to spend some time with my grandson again, and him and I was talking like we're best of friends, and here we are, forty-two years apart in age, and we're just talking like the best of friends. Things like that, I cherish. Because I know there's some people out there who don't have a relationship with their grandfather, their son, or yeah. whatever. So having that opportunity, man, I, I cherish those things, man. So I'm like, hey, I, I'm grateful for this age. Oh, dude, I I I, I talked to a 22-year-old today, an 18-year-old today, and, and just about things that have happened. And I've, I've enlightened them to some of the things. And they're like, well, hopefully we can elect somebody. I'm like, are you going to vote? You know, I started asking questions, and, and I'm just right. Like, you, you have to do the things and to enable yourself to make the changes. 
Absolutely. You know, and that's one one thing about as we, we get older, we experience things. And it opens your eyes to more. Some people are fortunate. They, they see things at a younger uh, younger point in time. Um, you get, a, you get you know, your education helps. But, but just in the world, the way that things are in the world, to just be aware of. Cause, and it's so hard to change things, man. But it's it's got to start somewhere someday because we're, we're in a lot of trouble with what's going on in this country. Everybody, I mean, uh, and I don't want to get too like fucking down, but like, there's a lot of people that are losing their houses. This year. There's, it's mm-hmm. things are just going to get bad. So we're we're so blessed to be sitting here, sitting here doing this. We've Absolutely, got we've got food in the fridge, and you know we have people. Not everybody does, man. Yeah, I, and we're it's here. important. Absolutely, it's and important. We're just, really, we're just here to. to to talk some bears, give our dumbass opinions. Okay, my dumb. I'll speak for myself. My dumbass opinion. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed us. And, and there's a bunch of you do you do because you're here every damn week, whether we like it or not. No, wait, whether you like it or not. And we appreciate you guys too. I mean, because I know some of you guys in the chat. You know, you you, you have told us how you guys appreciate what we do, and man, I I appreciate that because I know. You know, we, we get sidetracked in talking about bears and whatever, but, you know, it's good to have this camaraderie with people who you can call friends, associates, just to be able to talk bears, talk about haircuts, just, man, talk about life in general, because, man, that's what life is about for me, is building relationships, having relationships with people, and, man, having a good time. That's why I say I don't get hung up on trying to throw names and all that. If we disagree, fine, let's just disagree and Call it that, just just disagreement. But I don't have to call you a name because I disagree with you. Yeah, I don't think you're dumb or something because we have a difference of opinion. You just have a difference of opinion to me. At the end of the day, we are all just Bears fans with opinions, and that is it. And we are just here as a therapy session in a way, if you will, because you know, if, if this team was in this playing for the Super Bowl or in the Super Bowl right now. This whole thing would be different. This whole conversation would be different. My wife asked me this question. She said, would you guys still be talking about the draft right now if you guys were going to the Super Bowl? I said, yeah, probably. <laughs> with the number one pick. We said yeah. the number one pick. Yep. <laughs> he was still talking about it. Yeah. I mean, it, even if we had, you know, two first round picks and we were playing, we'd still be like, what are we going to do with that, with that other first round pick? Because we're, exactly. we're in the Super Bowl, you know? So, you know, we, we're, listen, this is all just, uh, we're all fans. We're all Bears fans. Yeah. Uh, you guys all in chat are regulars. We love and appreciate you guys for being here with us every week and hanging out with us because, for real? you know, it's, it's, it, what else matters? It's just it, nothing. We can't do anything about this team. If we could have, we would have by now, you know? So this is just opinions. It's for fun. Um, and we appreciate you guys taking the time out of your nights to hang out with us every Thursday. You guys know who you are, man. Let's get you guys in chat. AC Adam, Cliff Victoria, Hair Bear. Great to see you again. Leonidas, Raging Oracle. Guys, we truly appreciate you guys. I want you guys to understand it from the bottom of my heart, for real. I truly appreciate y'all because, like we said, some of y'all here every week. And, man, that's a blessing. I mean, because I know Doug Van Dorn has had some health problems. So whenever whenever I see you, man, I'm I'm just so grateful that you're here, man. So I appreciate you. Uh the scrolls, Tony Moy, uh, who else we got in here? 
Um, Illinois he, Jones, and, and, and just real quick, Peach, uh, he says, I guess it's hard to tell some, when someone is joking through chat. It is. That's why I, I really don't like text a lot of time because I want to see the person's face. So yeah. if we got it wrong, if we got it wrong on our end, please correct us because we don't we don't ever intend to do that. We're not out here to get anybody or to say anything to put somebody down in any way, shape, or form or say you're picking on us. So right. if, if, if we're taking it the wrong way, please let us know, and we'll see it. We'll see it because we see this stuff. And Illinois, and if, not, if we don't mention it, go on and put it in put it in the after comments so we can address it because we don't want to. You know, we're not here to 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 piss people off or just say we're right, you're wrong. Shut up, this kind of crap. Say this go, is back and be wrong. That all over. You don't want to do that stuff. Yeah, we're just about opinions and honesty. And at the end of the day, try and be a decent fucking human being. That's that's mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And no, Ending in there, poor Joe. <laughs> the more you yeah, hang out with us, the, the more we'll understand you, Illinois, so that we'll know when, you know, you know, we, we've only seen you a few times. We love having you. So please hang out with us more, Illinois. We'll get your sense of humor a little bit more and we'll understand you. It's like, you know, all of our well, regular. Illinois, send us, send us an email and come mm -hmm. on the show. Sure. We, we yeah. got. We, we want to get any 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 of you guys, man. We want you guys on this show, especially during the summer, because now is the time to be doing it. Once after the draft and everything, and things slow down, man, just pick. Send us an email and give us four or five Thursday Thursday night so that that you might be able to do it. Just do it. And if you don't want to come on in the end, don't come on. We don't even have to put your face on. Just hop on, man, because that's what that's what the show was about. If you read our thing, it's. It's made by fans for fans. So, we, you know, that's why we're having a variety of guests, man. It's We might have somebody on one week, and then the next week you don't even know the person. But you get a new experience because you've got something you've never heard coming out of somebody's mouth that you've never seen before. And, and that's all we all are, dude, is we're a bunch of huge fans who love our Bears, and we want to have fun while we're doing it. There ain't time. You don't, you don't need to spend any time arguing about this crap. The stuff on Twitter. Nomad got it right when he told us a year ago. He said, man, Twitter can be a really shitty country to be in because all of that crap that's going on there is insane. I won't even get into any of it. I just next conversation, man. For anyone that wants to join the show, the email is down there in the ticker. Bears Country Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to have you join the show. Any one of you in chat that would like to hang out with us. If you'd like to hang out with us just for the draft, we're going to be doing that for a marathon for three, four days. If you want to come on and, and just hop in for a minute, don't have to show your face, whatever. Please join us. That's what this show is about. Steve, I saw you saying, Steve Grunewald saying that you, you're you here every week. Uh, I'm late. Because you're from mm -hmm. the West Coast. We apologize that we start so much earlier for you. It's late yeah, for us. It's late for me. It's 9 p.m. when we start for me. But uh, we appreciate you for tuning in, Steve. Um, Great to see you on the show again and, and chat with us. Um, you guys are all awesome. Seriously, this is this is the you know, there's there's been a lot of times where I don't want to do the show like tonight. I don't want to do the show. I was I'm for anyone that doesn't know, I'm I'm I started a new job. It's very, very, very difficult. It's it's uh, it's a lot of mind power. And I was I've been mentally drained and exhausted and I did not want to do the show tonight. You guys, freaking lazy kids, PJ. These lazy oh, kids. 
all three of you here on the panel with us tonight, you are the reason why I do this. Tell the truth. I Every called you and told you that if you didn't do it, I was going to beat you up. Tell the truth. That's true. Yeah. You did. <laughs> everyone, uh, everyone in chat, Leonidas, it's, it's, it's not even the hours. It's the, uh, I had the perfect analogy for what, how I like leveled up in my career. He used to be a pissy. He used to be a pizza delivery guy. Now he's the uh, hostess. Now I'm the chef at a at a at the best restaurant in the country. I went for, I went from delivering pizzas to becoming uh, working at a company as one of the best chefs in the country. Let's put it that way. So it's it's just it's it's a lot to grasp. So Miss, my point Miss is that chat up there. If it wasn't for all you guys here in chat making this show so fun, all you guys are on the panel. This is what this is what BCP is about, and we love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, we really mean it, guys, in the chat. I mean, we appreciate you guys in the chat. I mean, if we don't say that enough, we want you to know that. We truly appreciate you guys. I mean, because like like, like they said, some of you guys are here every week. And, mm -hmm. man, for you guys to take time out your day to tune in to us and hear us argue about some of the same things over and over, man, I appreciate you guys. I really do appreciate you. Yeah. Well, PJ, you kind of say we talked about this earlier in the, in the group chat, but we got the email going down here. And we do kind of want to hear what you guys have to say. So, yeah, email email your questions or put them in the chat too. We'll answer them. I, I don't. I'll answer them. I don't care what they are. Yeah, they we could be on any any one thing. You know, we we talked about doing like a mailbag, right? Yeah. Or if you if you guys uh, email the if if you have some specific questions, we want to do like a, maybe a, an email bag where we yes. can have take your questions that you email us. And like pose them for a segment on the show because when we get going in it, it's it's hard to you know, and we apologize because we try to address chat as much as possible. When we're all in our own little rants, it's hard to get to it. This way, we definitely try to get to it at the end of the show and make the end of the show all about you guys. Yeah. So if you, um, so let's try to do like an email, like a mailbag. If you guys have some questions, just shoot that email down there. Uh, give us a subject to talk about. We'll pull it up and we'll we'll do. We'll try to get uh, this segment rolling for a mailbag segment. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. I may not be an expert, but I sure enough give you my opinion. <laughs> well, I mean, that's all we're doing here. Even the experts, so to speak, are just giving their opinion on it. Yeah, and they're getting paid for it. Yeah, yes. exactly. A lot of money. There's experts, Walt? Wait, there's experts? That's true. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, make sure you guys hit the like button, though, for real. Ant Moss. Who, that's a new one. Ant Atmos? Yeah, Ant Moss. What's up, Atmos? Thanks for joining us. What's that? Ant Moss. Doug's, Doug's saying he'll come on voice only during the draft, at least for a while. Oh, awesome. Hey, cool. Awesome, cool, Doug. And, and yeah. Chips Ahoy Boy said he'd come on back with the draft. Too. So, yeah. you know, let's, let's AC Adam, we got to get you on here too, man. Jay hey, Grizz, AC Adam. Doug, 35 Doug. hours, 35 yeah. hours to, to digge out over four days. And just think, man, this year we got two drafts, two draft picks in the first round. Oh, man, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. That's it's And uh, Doug, uh, J2K, he did the whole draft with us last year. He, he He's never shown his face. So, we'd love to have you. Yeah, we don't. Voice only is fine. We don't care. It's all about hey, saying. messing around and, and 
maybe picking up some new information and a different point of view. And if you don't like it, then then move That's on. Okay. You know, not from the <laughs> show. Just give us your take if you don't yeah. like it. Say, state it like we're doing tonight. Look at Leonidas, you make sure you come on too, Leon. Leonidas. We're I'm we're warming everyone Leonidas. up. Look at here. We got we Absolutely. got uh uh let's see uh Jay Grizz saying he'll come on, AC saying he'll come on, DVD saying he'll come on. Chipsy. Cool. We gotta get Leonidas on there to make sure he's not Don Burr. I'm just saying, you gotta come Send on us. on, man. I mean, you want to disagree Send with us. us? Send us the emails, even if it's now, because this way they're cashed, and then you know, just be patient because so. we'll set it up. But the earlier oh, we know, no. the easier it's going to be to set it up. So, yep, for sure. You know, try try and be getting them in here before March even shows up. So and Foster is our director of media relations, so make sure you reach out to him too. Absolutely. If if you don't want to email, if you're on Twitter, you just want to DM one of us DM. or just, Foster. Just hit me up and DM me, man. Foster's been lining up all of our guests. Yeah, Illinois Jones, come on on. I mean, yep. Leonidas, I mean, if we keep the first first draft pick and uh, you come on draft night, man, you can announce. Come on draft night and say, hey, man, we drafted Caleb Williams. Hey, I do. Speaking of Don Burr, has anyone done a wellness check on that guy after the uh, the game? I seen him on somebody's thing afterwards. Dude, dude, he's he's around. Yeah, he's around. I hop in stuff, yeah. man, and then every time I see the freaking guy, it's go have a Foster, Fosters, go have a Foster, <laughs> Foster, every time. So we got a running thing going on for months and months here. So he's around. Yeah. All but right, seriously, we're... guys, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We're about to hit this at the 2.30 mark. So let's let's wrap this up. Guys in chat, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, don't know about um, – there's no British Bears next week. And I'm really busy with the new job. So we'll see you again next Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Without you, BCP does not go around. So thank you. Thank you all in chat. You guys are awesome. And thank you guys for – picking up my slack tonight you guys you guys are you guys are my rock man i appreciate you guys i really do i appreciate you guys more than you know man seriously so it already was you returned it <laughs> it's not a joke he did all right guys we love you guys in chat we'll see you guys next thursday on a one two three Air, justin Air. fields Bears. One, Ooh. two, three.